Well, howdy. I said, doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Do, 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 do. It was either that or Splish Splash, but I knew more words of Splish Splash, but it was like bathing is so foreign at this point in life. I don't need <laughs> to do that. Let's talk about doctor. <laughs> well, you know, the Splish Splash, it, it says, I forgot about the bath. So there's a moment yeah. where you, it's like, it's gone. Yeah. As a concept, it's gone. As a concept, yeah. This is a different reality to me. I live in a world without water. This is a post-Kevin Costner anti-water world society I live in where no one is wet, salt water or clear water. That's right. Somehow we're still alive, but nobody is wet. All right. Uh, the human body is now made up of 5% water. It's weird how we evolved. <laughs> it's the only water left in the world. Correct. It's like um, everybody who's walking around is like uh, it from Fantastic Four. <laughs> um, or the thing. The thing. That's right. <laughs> it's not me. It's the lack of water. If I get near an oasis, I tell you what, I puff up like a goddamn balloon. I'm from Arizona and didn't moisturize. <laughs> Uh, I can scratch dry into my skin. <laughs> dry. How you doing, man? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, you know. Um, can't complain. I mean, I could. No one would listen. And I, <laughs> I prefer to not piss into the wind and shake my fists in fury at the heavens. Uh, for no point. So I'm pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> no use in complaining, so I won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. Just like, how's it going? It's like, well, brakes are gone. No point steering now. They're just like, Meh, whatever. We're at this at this rate of speed, we're gonna make it to the the scene of the crash before the ambulances do. This is gonna be great. <laughs> we're going fast. We're trendsetters. We got there. First. Right. It's all about outlook, baby. It's all about your perspective of of whatever you're hey, it could be a, a horrible someone gives you a shit sandwich and it's like, oh my god, a shit sandwich. We just say, you know what? Eat around the poop. That's right. Just eat around <laughs> the poop. Our full philosophical uh idioms of the two sided. Right. We're gonna make stickers and dog collars next. We have t shirts now. We have uh our we have our book of uh, magic eye uh, photos, where if you squint at it hard enough, you'll see the two sides of a schooner. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're getting into idioms, and John's going to do a whole soliloquy at the end That's of right. our book That's of right. idioms. <laughs> I think this is where this is where the rubber meets the road, baby. Let's see what happens on a Thursday afternoon. Hey, you're going to play our uh, welcome to the YouTube. Hey, everybody. Welcome to YouTube. Right now, we're not featured because we're we're slowly learning how to do this, and there's no good way to intro transitions. John, that's the next tech support call you need to make and get get burning on the back burner. <laughs> transitions, <laughs> baby. Transitions. Well, let's give the people what they want. Yeah. I'm a fact finder and all. Remind your belief. Yep, yep. When I say I researched this all day. 
but we are two-sided pods. At gmail.com. Need to rebut all I say with all of your ragings. Tell me why I've got red hair and ginger pubes. Tell me why you bitch and moan, it's all you do. Now True. it's time to get drunk and go on stereo. That's the two-sided way. That's the two-sided way. Yes. Yes. And that, my friends, is our mate down under, Mr. V, as he's known to his good friends, V. That's right. You dropped the mister for formalities. Anyway, he did that whole, uh, yeah, great mate. Um, you can follow his profile in if he's following us. If he's not, may God have mercy on his soul. He's dead to us. <laughs> Good thing we have the intellectual property rights of that song. Yes. And now, dead to us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I, so, I think we should, we should jump into the show. What do you think? Well, I think we should first tell people, hey, this is a two-sided pod. We come here live on, on YouTube on Thursdays. If you like what you're seeing, you appreciate what you're hearing, you, you are in disbelief of what you're feeling, then hit that subscribe <laughs> button. Hit that alert button. Hit that like button. Let us know how you feel. We're also on Spotify. You can follow our podcasts out there. Uh, the two-sided pod, at two-sided pod, something – just click on John. John has all the stuff. And if you don't, you can email John at twosidedpod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O sidedpod at gmail.com. And he'll give you all the deeds. And I think that, John, I think that makes me ready. <laughs> well, howdy. <sighs> How come... <sighs> I get more didgeridoo in my life. I just don't understand it. There's more didgeridoo. And you're like, hey, let's do this. Like, you insisted on dubbing over Mr. V's stuff to put more didgeridoo in it. I said, you do not need to do that. Didgeridoo, <laughs> don't, if you please. Jesus, John. I'm John L. Peacock, currently in Michigan. Uh, this is my boy Pete out in Southern California. And you're listening to Two Sided, where every episode I challenge Pete with a bit of the two sides of life. The fun and the serious. Yeah, the right and the wrong, John. I take the challenge. I retort back at you aggressively. And I say, I am the right. You are the wrong. I challenge you to come to my side of the tracks where the grass is greener, my friend. (laughs) And uh, for those who are listening on the podcast channels, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Uh, if you'd like to come in and join us live, we're live every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific and 8 p.m. Eastern on the Stereo app and on YouTube Live. And uh, you can come to have a shot with us. We always enjoy it when you do. And if you're listening on, a, on a, a pre-record, just try to take a shot every time we do. We dare you. Well, I, I, pray, to, I pray to baby Jesus, eight pounds, seven ounces of her beautiful soul that they don't because that's legal problems we don't need, John. <laughs> our livers are, are in litigation right now against us. We don't need to have a class action liver suit, John. <laughs> on that note, on that note, shall we? I shall. believe.
We shall. Shall we dance? No, let's drink. Here we go. Cheers. Thank you. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, no, it's either that's I'm gonna go with no because it's either <laughs> it's a dong of the season. A bang bang bang. Or it's gonna be that's the sound of the man working on the railroad. Or it was John trying to pass a kidney stone. <laughs> None of the three we need to hear. Ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It all makes sense to me. That's the sound <laughs> of uh, passing the kid in the stone. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> the sound. Of, that's the sound of the John working on the kidney stone. <laughs> ooh, ah. All day long he's singing, ooh, ah, ah, ah. And we're going to Oh, yeah. Go, go. Oh, yeah. We're doing our first uh, lightning round. Lightning round? Oh, no. What do we do? I'm all the monkeys, John. Let's play your little game. <laughs> dance, so monkey, my, dance. For the people who aren't watching at home, I will be all the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, because I am the evil monkey. So that, that really is, the, the monkeys are the evil, right? Because they're holding it in. Exactly. It's like the same thing of like, here's the, the two doves or the whatever, like the good the, the, on the people's arms, the good and the bad, the little angels, the the the... Yeah, yeah, all it is is just like, uh-huh, that ain't nothing. They're the evil ones. I'm just, I'm merely trying to get by. Don't be a monkey in a monkey world, John. Be a squirrel trying to get a nut. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Someone who sees the truth. Well, anyone who's anyone knows that our first lightning round always starts with a standard Q&A. My boy, Peter, you ready for the, the questions? Oh, I'm ready for questions. I'm ready because I, I got answers. Like today, I have nothing but answers. I'm full of answers. <laughs> what does it mean to be a clown? It means, it means to entertain. It means to, to truly uh, bring whimsical delight to others uh, in ways that they... It's more fanciful. It's more... Um, it's bigger than comedy. You're a comedian, but a comedian is a person doing a bit, having a character. A clown is bigger than life. A clown is, is a transport to a different time. It's a different space in the mind. If you can lean into a clown or if, and some of the best ones, like even the, like the hardcore, the rodeo clowns, bro. Rodeo clowns are fucking badass, but... Yeah. If you watch, I, if you've ever been to a rodeo, I'm sure you have. Yep. Um, yeah, we only on TV and ESPN and shit and the bull riding PBRs out here, you only see on TV, like you only see them getting fucked up. You only see them, but in between stuff when they're changing out their arena, when they're doing whatever, and they're coming around and like working the crowd. Hilarious. Like they're amazing little clowns. 
and it's bigger than it's just a thing it's like let me fix the world yeah bring bring joy to the world a clown is a person who brings joy in a silly way to the world yeah, amazing thing about the rodeo clown um, is that their one job is to uh, distract the bull for bull riding when it, the bull bucks off the cowboy so it doesn't gore the cowboy, which is usually the closest thing to right. it, right? So that's their one job. And, and in the rodeo, they're like, how, what's the best person, what's the best entity to actually be able to distract the bull and, and safely? And it's the clown. <laughs> right. No, but the, the, the actually, because I was on a committee, we voted on it. And I said, yeah. how about Bugs Bunny dressed up as a sexy bull, woman bull? Uh-huh. And they said, uh-huh. it's just, too, it's too makeup intensive and too costume heavy. We need to have them. We can't have a big sexy rabbit out there in a, in a bull costume with a dress with makeup. Cause that's hard to get around him. Because what if, what if God forbid he catches you? <laughs> you know what I mean? So we yeah. can't even have it. So we're like clowns. That's the next thing. But uh, what if the bull finds love, if you know what I mean, right? And we don't <laughs> want to hurt the bull. We don't want to do the road runner of like here's a tunnel and we'll like run towards that. Like we don't want to do that because meet me. That's not going to be good for anyone. That's right. <laughs> Second question: What is your best clowning experience? Literally the most fun I had. Um, shit, man. Because yeah, shows are good. Like I, I, I've played clowns in a couple of shows, which have been fun. But it's like no, it's like that's all scripted. It's more fun when you're when you get to go off book. When you get to play and like make up your own shit i did i did do in summer camp i did i was a clown once at a rodeo which was fun and i was the only thing i like that i had free reign to do whatever i want i was only like 18 19 yeah so it was like last year year before right. that's right i'm telling you god damn john war changes a man i didn't have any of this when i was 17 and now that i turned 18 look at it you're like Buddy the Elf's friend from the mailroom. I'm 27. <laughs> 27. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the rodeo clown, 18. I would have to say I would have to say rodeo clown. I was I think I was 17, 18, 17. Yeah. What's because what's the worst clown experience you've ever had? Uh. When I had to, shit, I, I even blocked the name of the play out. I don't even remember. It was like, it was like a Harlequin, like there was a couple clowns. I don't even remember. It was, uh, it was, oh, uh, shit. Well, it definitely wasn't one man, two govs. No, no, no. That was, that was probably, seeing that, that clowning, no, actually, no. That for me was probably my favorite, my most, the off book. When it's like, all right, things that go out and work two minutes in the Riff. crowd. 
Yeah, and I was like, how long do you want this show? I will stay in the crowd. Like, you guys don't even understand. show can't continue until you make it. And you're like, yeah. No, I'm here. Like, the crowd is, they think this is part of the show. Uh (laughs) Like, okay, that was, you know what, John? No, no. That was, that. okay, that one was my favorite. That was my favorite because that, it was scripted, but I was a character. So I was totally safe. It was just like clown making. Bro, I can do a whole, I can't, okay, I'm not going to jump on your stuff about what the clown is and how, what your armor is. And like, when you're a character, you can, you're free to do anything. Right. So out there with this whole thing, like I did the whole, who grabbed my ass? Did you grab, like, but not of, did you grab across the thing and come back and like, <laughs> oh, it was just great. Yeah, no, that was that was my favorite. And finally, my, uh, have you have you ever been in a situation where you had to quote send in the clowns? Oh, John! Anyone who knows us, if you've watched this show, uh, if you're watching live on YouTube and you like that subscribe button and hit that alert, you know that I feel the need to send in the clowns almost every Thursday, at least twice a week. So. <laughs> I find a corner, I paint myself into it, and John is no help. He's like, need more paint? I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm helpful. Paint. <laughs> send in the clowns. No, don't send in the clowns unless they have paint with them, says John. Horrible. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Great. Ah, uh, let's grab a couple of these, uh, their messages. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Everybody's here. Mr. V, Foxy, MFA. Hey, fellas, how you doing? How you doing? MFA here, you look fabulous. Girl, you look Hello, fabulous. guys, how are you doing this evening? Okay, two Talk things. lady. Maybe one, because yep. I can't remember one. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so, you're talking about a bull, like, trying finding true love and stuff during the arena of the... Do you, you do yep. know that... They got that rope wrapped around their waist. It's got their nuts, essentially, in a sense. Yep. I don't think if I was a guy or a male species of any flavor, I don't think I would be wanting to get jiggy with it after I got my nuts out of a sling. I'm just saying. I like that she said um, uh, male out of, of, of any flavor. I like that. That's right. great. Um, but... But I, and I agree, I, girl. I'm a hundred percent with you. I think as a as a as a show, as a two sided pod, we agree. Nope, no tying the balls and getting jiggy with anything. No, thank you. However, <laughs> I bet you a hundred dollars that that John will pay for because he fronts me everything. He's making all this great money being an actor. Um, <laughs> if you type in who wants to get their balls tied up and get jiggy afterwards, like. You will get a lot of hits. So I'm sure there's two or three bulls who are like in the bullpen. Everybody's like, he's a weirdo. And all the bulls are like, yeah, fuck that guy. And like yeah. all the bulls stay away. He's like, oh, yeah. Make it tighter. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Pinch them till they fall off. Oh. Right. Uh, does that come with nipple clamps? 
Jesus, this bull. We have six? You need six, Nick? I don't even understand. Let's just work with the rope we got. We'll find you a clown. Maybe a bunny in a bull outfit who looks real sexy, real pretty-like. And maybe then. (laughs) Horrible. Horrible. Well, speaking of... uh... (laughs) I don't know. Nope, nope. No transition. No. Nope. Hey, now we're nope. going to talk about a brief oversimplified <laughs> look at the state of Michigan and its history. <laughs> Folks, I, I, I'd really like to thank everyone out there for participating in the derailment of John because he has a flow to his shit and we derailed him so, so badly that this is one of those epic moments that rings true in history, this is a bright, shining beacon that all shall come to and look towards. Mark this moment, John, 5.23 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, March 10th, 2022. We, as a community, stood up and derailed John together. Yes, we cannabis. Okay, sorry, what were you saying about Michigan? Oh, nothing. Uh, you know, Michigan is a state in the Great Lakes region of the upper Midwest, uh, Midwestern United States. Yeah. Well, it, first off, let a, a preface. Two of my favorite people in the world are in that state right now. And that's all I'm going to say. And then we can talk about that later. Continue. You know, Joey Butts? Wow. Hey, Joey Butts. Everybody fucking knows Joey Butts. Hey. It derives its name from a Gallicized variant, which means just, you know, made easier for a foreign language to spell and uh, say. Of the original... Say that one more time. Gallicized. Gallicized. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. just learned a new word. Yeah. Okay. Gallicized variant. I know what a variant is. Go on. Of the Ojibwe word uh, Michigami. And I'm probably saying it wrong, but that's how it's spelled, Michigami. Uh, meaning large water or large lake. Uh, with a population of a little over 10 million and an area of 79, uh, 97,000 uh, square miles. It's uh, the 10th largest state by population, yeah. 11th by, by land, and the largest uh, uh, east of the Mississippi. I did not know that one. Yeah. No, I did not, I did not know that either, but I, I feel like I've seen bigger waters. So I feel like... They were lying when they gallicized the word. They said, you know what? Let's lie to the people in foreign languages that they'll understand. That's right. It makes it easier for them to understand. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the capital is, uh, ooh, Lansing? Lansing? Lansing, I believe. Lansing. Yeah, Lansing. Lansing. Yeah. Come on, man. Largest city is obviously Detroit, uh, which is one of the largest metropolitan uh, economies and populations in the U.S. Oh, man. I, I'm just excited because there's so much now like, oh, all right. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. I'm with you. Like the lakes. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Are we, talking to, are we talking eight mile now? Are we talking, can I talk about <laughs> D12? Can I talk about the hip hop roots of fucking, oh shit. Okay. I don't know where you're going. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Known as the car capital of the world it's sometimes called the great lake state water winter wonderland the wolverine state from the university's mascot and the mitten state or dirty mitten for those who are in the know hell yeah there's a lot of w's there which is really great because think about like the people because you were um 
Wait, we were talking about Transylvania. Anyone who can't pronounce Wisconsin, Wanderland. Oh, nein, that is not what I said. Sorry, go. <laughs> Couple of little random facts. The flower, uh, the state flower is the apple blossom. Uh, the bird is the robin. And the tree is the white pine. Man, okay. And that's, John, put it down. Let's get into, let's pick apart some of these states. Flowers, birds, and trees. Because some of them are just lazy. Like, apple blossom? Apple blossom, it's baby. A, no, I'm with you, but apple blossom? Come on. <laughs> what about the robin? I mean, that's like one of the most, you know, it's a common bird. Right. It's like state name, Jim Smith. Perfect. <laughs> robin, state, the one that's so famous, it's Batman's partner. State music, human music. Perfect. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> I, I think they like no rock in a city. Do they like rock in a city? Maybe no. That's no. You're thinking rock. The rock and robin. That's where the rock and robin came from. And there we go. The uh, state motto is tweedly deedly deedly deed. It's hard to spell, so you usually just say it out. Right. Deep, 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 deep. That's it's and it's hard to whistle on a motto. Very difficult. That's right. It was home. To native tribes, which included uh, the Ottawa, the Ojibwe, Miami, and uh, Potsawami. Potsawatami, um, mm -hmm. sorry. No, Potsawatami. Yep. All which belong to uh, the Algonquin uh, linguistic group. So they, they could, they, this kind of Algonquin. Algonquin? What was the, you're better at this than I am. Algonquin, yes. Okay. <laughs> I just, I know Run my like Indian the facts, wind. bro. Oh, I only read. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this English language can be so difficult sometimes, John. We should uh, we should gallonize for you <laughs> to make you understand a little better. So the Ottawa, the Ojibwe, and the uh, Potawatomi formed a loose alliance known as the Three Fires. So they, uh, as opposed to some other native tribes uh, in uh, like Arizona, uh, which were somewhat constantly at war with each other or lose peace, they actually had a, right. a, an alliance. Yeah. Right. No, which is great because that's like the, this is, I'm 99% sure and I can't prove it, but I think that um, Francis Ford Coppola ripped off the idea from the three fires when he was doing the families in Godfather, it wasn't yeah. truly about what happened in New York. And the, the, it was, it was, a, it was a, a loose constant. Anyway, sorry, I lost it. Go ahead, John. <laughs> a loose alliance. So yeah, okay. uh, Etienne Brule was uh, the first known European to visit the area in 1622. So he is, and his companion Grenoble are uh, possibly the first white men to see Lake Superior. Etienne, is it with an E or an A? Etienne, yeah. Etienne. Yeah, he's, he's French, so. Look, look at this. He's the most beautiful lake I've seen. You can call me Etienne. Your name again, sir? What is your name? Grenoble. 
Grenoble? Are you French? Are you from the eastern part of Europe? No, you are probably French too. It's very good to meet you. I mean, see you again in our long track and look at this lake. It's very And now we're going somewhere else. We, we are companions. Um. <laughs> so close. So close. So close. Go, go. So close. He was a forerunner was of me. numerous missionaries, fur traders, explorers, uh, who helped pave the way for French control of Michigan. See? Uh, <laughs> the indigenous... No, God. We are all here. all over here. So, so some of the region's indigenous peoples uh, uh, and the newcomers initially engaged in skirmishes, but that soon gave way to more uh, amiable relationships. They actually got along really well. Uh, they, they, uh, natives uh, became fur trappers, uh, trade middlemen, guides, while others, uh, particularly women, focused on providing food to the French uh, settlements. The French uh, provided knives, axes, uh, guns, metal utensils and jewelry, Etc. Uh, alcohol, you know, all the good stuff. And and, uh, we, and we also provided a disdain for people who do not speak the French language. <laughs> but you guys are pretty cool with all of your food and things. But everyone else, <laughs> we spit on them. Very good. And you will learn to do this too. Bonjour. Ça va? Ça va bien. Okay. Ça va? Ça va bien. Uh, a lot of formal alliances and uh, personal alliances were made uh, between the French communities and the natives, uh, and a lot were uh, cemented by marriage. The Algonquins, uh, Huron, and French were all accustomed to using marriage as, uh, uh, you know, joining extended families, etc. That's really weird. Oh, joining, because you, you said joining extended. That's, bro, rephrase that. I'm going to say that's Literally, when you marry, that is how families are joined. So you're talking about bridging alliances or taking Alli peace treaties? Right. And so that created the personal alliances, that, which in turn uh, helped to solidify the uh, formal alliances, and which caused general peace uh, between right. these uh, different cultures and people. Right. It's marriage. It's, it's so the times, how, how they have changed. They used marriage for peace treaties. Now marriages lead into bitter bitter arguments and sometimes hey. murder murder most foul <laughs> i don't know so but that's the oldest european settlements in michigan is uh, uh salt sante maria salt sante maria uh founded by the french in 1668 um where uh 1641 missionaries had held services for some uh, 2000 Ojibwe in how 1701. Many, so how many? Mm -hmm. How many missionaries? Uh, uh, 1641. 1641. 1641. Six, no, 1641. No, 1641. Where in 1641 missionaries right. had held services for some 2000 Ojibwe. Oh, okay, okay. So missionaries in 1641. The right. missionaries. What positions do they hold? Missionary positions for. That's for 2000 well, missionary missionary position services that's right 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 and if they had made it a little farther west it could have been cowgirl <laughs> i don't know sorry i i just work with what you give me john go ahead <laughs> antoine de la motte cadillac established detroit 
as a fur trading center and administrative post shortly there uh, in 1701. Shut uh, up. So he, about 40 later. His name was, his name was the Cadillac. Uh, uh, Antoine de la Mothe, M-O-T-H-E, uh, Cadillac. Yeah. M-O-T-H-E. Antoine de la Mothe de Cadillac. De Cadillac. There you go. It's no problem. It's, it's Antoine de Mothe de Cadillac. Oh, we have nice low ride things for you to see. It's going to be very, very good. And then come the British. Ah. Unlike Brent. Man. They, yeah. No. Anything, anything that says now come the British or now come the Americans, either of those two phrases are like, and that is where the story takes a hard left turn. Like we're the... We are the two continents that fuck shit up historically. <laughs> yeah, and we are them. We are we are the we are the ones John, who are so crazy. We we fought and killed them to be us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can out crazy you, motherfucker. We got cops twenty four hours a day. You want to see this shit on TV? Woo! The we first, found. Uh... We invented bath salts. We invented Florida. <laughs> we will eat your goddamn face if you come here incorrect. Woo! America. Fuck yeah. Number one, get on out with your tea and your fucking powdered wigs. Wait, no, your powdered wigs are pretty cool. Those are pretty cool. Fucking tea is dirty water. Woo! Bath salts. Eat your face. America. See? No. Awful. Awful, 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 bro. Ugh. UK said, we're the greatest empire in the world. And the uh, Americans said, hold my beer. And that was the first usage of that term. <laughs> Shit. Thanks, idiot. Yeah, no, that, that's a good, that's a, you got to give credit, but that's a good, that's a good, that's a very good. That's a so very... unlike the French, the British did not get along with the indigenous peoples and hostility quickly developed between them and several of the tribes. Uh, repeated attacks by arms na armed natives of uh, this is kind of interesting and, and cool I think uh, forces upon the British forts of Michigan resulted in several one-sided massacres of the British which is rarely heard of um, and serious losses eventually most of the British forts fell to Michigan uh, fell in Michigan uh, to the native forces and hostility uh, culminated in Pontiac's siege in which the Ottawa chief Pontiac and his followers led an attack of Detroit that lasted for more than four months. Holy like they, it had, shit. Had Detroit fell, which it ultimately didn't after the four-month uh, raid, uh, all of Michigan would have been completely under, back under the control of the natives. Dude, man, it's those little, like, but fuck, I had no idea. I knew about Chief Pontiac. I knew from, but I didn't know that they did a four-month siege on Detroit. That's awesome because anyone yeah. who could... Anyone who can stay in Detroit for four months in yeah. a row? Woo! Woo! You're either making an album or building a car. Either way, we got some soul food to eat, baby. So the area that uh, would become Michigan was awarded to the United States in 1783. In 1787, it became a part of the newly created Northwest Territory. So that's the lands now consisting, uh, um, uh, constituting Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. It's kind of in the middle of all that, right? Yeah, it's middle, like the middle, middle, middle. 
Western part of that. It's like the subcockles of the heart. It's like it's the middle. Gotcha. And With so cock- now yeah. U.S. Yeah. So uh, there was a brief stint that it was controlled by uh, the Spanish after the French before the British. Very brief. That's why I didn't really go into detail. But uh, an interesting thing is Michigan specifically is one of the few places where four uh, sovereign flags were held over, have been held over it throughout its history, not including the natives whatsoever, because flags, it's a European thing. French, Spanish, British, and uh, American. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and now it's like, okay, and then it's like, well, in the steel industry, GM took over, and they they controlled it. And then, like, oh, shit, hip-hop came up, like, oh, shit, you got eight-mile, motherfucker? The oh, eight-mile flag. Ooh, mom spaghetti? Mm-hmm. Don't mind if I do. All of them. Weird. I like it. Yeah. No, but I, I love... I've never been... John, I've never been. This is why I'm so like kind of jealous because I've never been. And I, I want to go because I know Michigan is so varied, just like California. Like you can go to Detroit, like go to Detroit, like go and find whatever you're looking for and be in, you right. know, the, the grind and the grit. Hit a bar, hit a smoke shop, like cool. But you can also be like, oh my god. This is how Snow White wakes up and the birds help dress her in like yeah. this beautiful area with all these lakes. And and you get the middle ground where it's just like people living, which is like literally the, the majority, I'm guessing, of Michigan. It's the majority of California where people are just living and trying yeah. to exist. Like in the middle of all that, you can't afford to be beautiful. <laughs> you paint every cent you can to not be gritty. <laughs> So it's like, uh, we're all here, baby. From uh, what I've seen so far in my first real trip, um, uh, you know, elongated stay in Michigan and uh, the research, uh, knowing the layout of the land and how many lakes and how much fresh water um, um, shore there is it. Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. It's, it's meant for that. It's meant uh, for people just to go and live your life. Right. I was going to say, when you said, when I looked at the layout and all this water, I, I made sure I carry a canoe everywhere I go because I, <laughs> I don't want to be taken uh, unawares. Oh, there's some water. Don't worry. Johnny Two Thumbs is on it and we'll paddle us away to freedom. Johnny Two Thumbs back in action. <laughs> so as you said, uh, whenever it's uh, and then the U.S. came. Once the territory was under U.S. sovereignty, politicians implemented an aggressive program to acquire the land of the native population, sometimes forcibly, through the negotiation of treaties. Negotiations with the indigenous populations continued for the next several decades, during which they lost most of their lands. Some of the native... And we we did not adhere to the treaties we set up. I'm not sure about specifically Michigan. I know... I know about Wyoming's, I know about uh, California's, I know about, but the treaties Arizona. that were set up, Arizona, that were set up, that we reneged on, like, ugh. and it's like, no, 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 you're fine. And now it's like, but you've got casinos and we can't arrest people on your land. Like, small price, man, small fucking price. Yeah. Sorry, go You're on. quote unquote sovereign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John is, John is a good independent podcaster quote-unquote whatever some of the native peoples resettled on reservations within the area that is now michigan 
Others moved or were relocated to Western territories, and others slowly assimilated into the society of the majority. In 1805, Michigan Territory was separated from Indiana, and Detroit was made its capital. Hmm, didn't know that. Although Michigan's first uh, territorial governor, William Hull, surrendered Detroit to the British early in the War of 1812, American rule was restored late in 1813 by the victory of Oliver Hazard Perry at the Battle of Lake Spooky. Oh, I'm sorry, Lake Erie. Lake Ooh. John, why do you mess that up? Like, Lake I was scared as shit. Lake Oops. <laughs> oops, I pooped myself. John, it's Lake Erie. <laughs> Lake, I won't sleep tonight by myself. Keep the lights on. Oh, no. Like, I need a nightlight, please. Thank you. Right. William Hall. Man, all this. But, okay. All right. I'm going I'm, I'm to let you finish. I'm gonna, I, got, go. I got one more of the history. I'm, so I'm, No, the I'm ready. The Constitution was enacted in 1835, but statehood was delayed until 1837 by the so-called Toledo War, a boundary dispute with Ohio. The, quote, war centered on what is known as the Toledo Strip, a narrow piece of land uh, on the southern uh, Michigan border that ran westward from Toledo on Lake Erie to the Indiana border. According to the ordinance of 1787, which had been established, uh, established the way long ago. Yeah. The land should have gone to Michigan. And that's where we get the phrase, holy Toledo. I believe it's pronounced Holy Toledo. There you go. Um, <laughs> so that was in 17, 17 something when they, they did the land. 1787. So it's just like, okay, I live in a house and my neighbor all of a sudden built a fence and it's on my property. Like, hey, motherfucker, I, this is mine. And I need to be ratified as a state. It's coming up quick to 1837, and I'm going to have a war if you don't back off my goddamn lawn. Yeah. And so Ohio stated some other like uh, documents that were incorrect and were later than the 1787. Uh, you know, that's what created the Northwest Territory. So it right. literally, they're like, they stole it. They just stole it. America. Welcome America. to the country, baby. <laughs> yeah. America. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, it's a good it's a good punchline it's a great joke it feels so dirty when you have to live it like oh no but it's funny to say yep of course we did that america god damn it we got uh some messages and this is uh, I'm good not talk, a, a good I'm place not my history right yeah so well let's let's do messages and anyone we're going to play some messages now and we'll respond retort regurgitate probably because we're going to do shots no, no regurgitating, John. You paid for that booze. You keep it in your system. It's yours to own. You know, April's right around the corner. April in the D, baby. Let's go. Is that a good thing? I don't know what that is. April in the D. Like, I feel like that's, I feel like that. And now come to the stage. April in the D. All right. First time dancer. April in the D. I don't know. I know of a, it's so cold in the D, but I don't think that's the same thing. No, it has to be because because April's cold as shit. I'm sure. 
That's what she's saying. Come on, John. It's really weird because back in school when we learned those things, our state flower was the dogwood, which is really a tree. So figure that out. It's also a flower, but it's just fucking weird how things fucking change. Right? <laughs> uh, there's so many jokes to make. There's so much to say. Not not about <laughs> fucking, but in general, it's like, yeah. No, no, go ahead. I remember. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Let's get through and obviously the uh animal used to be it used to be the wolverine and now it's the robin you're, you're teaching me all kinds of things oh. john all kinds of things yeah. love this podcast yeah. love it no it's still it's still the wolverine the animal is still the wolverine the state bird is the robin john right. didn't get into you he doesn't john let me just go ahead and say john doesn't believe in in a uh, uh, land mammals when in this podcast he is anti-land mammal he's only of the avian aviar avian uh species uh, Maybe. i believe it's called etienne he came <laughs> to here look at me i found ale this is very beautiful right the bird the bird is that earlier i i i, I had seen that about um the wolverine being the the state animal, but I uh, mentioned earlier that it is the Wolverine state. So yeah, that's it's that's still hundred percent. Still you, a thing, yeah, not, yeah. But uh, but the one thing that I think that I am now going into Wikipedia and updating that their state motto is. Saved. Okay. Superior is the most, is the coldest, deepest, choppiest. I don't know. I don't think it's the prettiest lake. I think Lake Michigan is the prettiest lake, in my small opinion, but I digress. I think Superior is the way that I feel towards John most of the time. <laughs> Michigan is the state he's in that I'm jealous of right now. So I really know where you're coming from. I heard your words, and I appreciate them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man. You, Which you is know. why, to this day, any respectable Michigangsta despises the Ohio Buckeyes. Uh, doesn't matter okay. if you're a state fan. Are you a Vam fan? Doesn't matter. Okay. Anything Ohio. <laughs> Down with the Buckeyes, bro. So now I understand. That makes more sense to me of those rap. Because I didn't. Under I get some college rivalries, but I don't understand where they come from. That now right. totally makes sense. Yep. Like, yeah, that's the Hatfields and McCoys, basically. Like, yep. You took our jobs. Now you took your jobs. You your no, wait, that's something else. I but. hear a lot of Michigan talk. Oh, H. Oh, shit. And now this is where we come in hot, baby. There Woo! it is. Woo! 
lines have been drawn <laughs> fences have and then been redrawn risen. and then redrawn. and redrawn and redrawn again after we did a whole war we didn't get ratified till 1837 because of this god damn it just stay on your side of the river I'll, I'll, don't make me call indiana i'll call indiana they know exactly they know exactly what's been going on don't let me get the lake erie hose right All right but uh, you know what See, no, that's aggressive, John. Don't be like that. It's called spooky hoes, and they prefer to be called spooky ladies. Um, Ooh, hoes. It just feels dirty every time you say hoes. Like, I, I feel gross. Like, I feel like I need to complain against you. Ugh. 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 Um. Fun fact about Desert Fox. My dad was a Wolverine, and my mother was a Buckeye. If my mom liked sports, I probably would have never been born. You wouldn't even be hearing this message. It'd be like... <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Because mom didn't give a shit, but dad was hardcore. And he found her, and he's like, I converted her. She doesn't watch any other games on Saturday, but my games. My games. So... We obviously hit a, uh, a nerve. Let's move on. Michigan is the only state to consist of two peninsulas. The lower peninsula is shaped uh, like a... I would, I would stop you there, but like, I believe two peninsulas are, are called peninsulae. 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 I was peninsulizing. I was, I was actively engaged in walking peninsulas multiple times and this is a in my life i've walked a peninsula or five but peninsulas it's shaped like a a drongo a mitten yeah a mitten like that's what i'm saying a mitten like a a drongo Drongo. that's That's what i said i put it here (laughs) you know the the upper peninsula often called the uh the up is separated from the lower peninsula by the Straits of Mackinac. 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 M- there you Mackinac. go. Mackinac. Yeah. Hey. Mackinac, John. I don't know where you're from. It's a five-mile channel that joins uh, Lake Huron to Lake Michigan. Right, but it's separated, and that's the whole thing. And that one is shaped like a... Peninsula. Mole... On my aunt's back, shaped like Abraham Lincoln. Strange. (laughs) Go ahead. Michigan is bordered by four of the five Great Lakes plus uh, Lake St. Clair, which is and with the longest freshwater coastline in the United States. It also has sixty, roughly sixty-five thousand in lake inland lakes and ponds. Sixty-five thousand inland lakes and ponds. Michigan has the second most water of any state behind only. Uh, Pete, what's the, the most water in one state? Uh, 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 in a state? Contained mm-hmm. in a state? Yes. The, the, the fucking mi- in a state? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, and it's not Michigan? Minnesota? Think uh, it doesn't have to be um, Hawaii. It doesn't have no. That's outside of Hawaii. 
No, it's Why in you? like there's holes in it. If you've ever seen a volcano, John, have you ever popped a pimple so deep it went to your soul? That's what Hawaii is, and that's why all the water in the Pacific I, is Hawaii. Just once, and I still have a hole in my arm because of that. Anyway. That's, um, that's a piercing that I did with you. You were drunk, and I told you it was a pimple. That's another story. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, the water does not necessarily have to be in liquid form. You want to guess again? Fuck you. It's going to be Alaska. That's right, baby. Yeah, but but also, if you go to Oregon... The water doesn't have to be in liquid or solid form. It's in aerated form, and it's very misty there. So I promise you, if we condense all that water, John, I will win that conversation. It's <laughs> Pacific Northwest. It's the Washington state of Washington. I win. <laughs> the state of denial. I the win. State, the state of, yep, and I win. Yep, state of denial. God damn it. So speaking of water. Are you in thinking that I should? Oh, good. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should. Yeah, this next part is the serious part. Ugh, are we not even there yet? No, we're, John, we're there. Maybe. We're, how about there. this? this is... No, no. How about how about this? How about pop a couple of bubbles, and mm. let's pour the shot. No. Because no, you're ready to go in. Okay, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Go ahead. In, in 2011, when Flint cash-strapped and uh, shouldering a $25 million deficit fell under state control, Michigan Governor, uh, Governor Rick Snyder appointed an emergency manager, basically an unelected official chosen to set local policy to oversee and cut city costs. This precipitated the tragic decision in 2013 to end the city's five-decade practice of piping treated water from for its residents from Detroit in favor of a cheaper alternative, temporarily pumping water from the Flint River until a new pipeline uh, from Lake Huron was built. Although the river uh, water was highly corrosive, Flint officials failed to treat it and led leach in, out into aging pipes into thousands of homes and in Early 2016, a coalition of citizens and groups, including Flint resident uh, Melissa Mays, uh, the local uh, group uh, Concerned Pastors for Social Action uh, and UCLA, uh, sued the city and state officials in order to secure safe drinking water for Flint residents. Okay, and the horrible thing about that, folks, is that was a really, really, really cleaned up version of all the bullshit that happened. Of course. a super cleaned up and of, of the process of the installing of the puppet who did it to cut costs the televised we're look how much money we're cutting when he flipped the switch on camera of here's how we're boom there's it's like an electric chair switch you've just killed half the community or infected them horribly and all the things that happened and all the denials and all the other bullshit that happened after the fact uh, John. Uh, That's a word. So the efforts of that coalition, let's let's shoot to them because yeah. the efforts of the coalition did pay off. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. In November 2016, a federal judge sided with Flint residents in order to uh, in order the implementation of door-to-door delivery of bottled water to every home without a properly installed and maintained faucet filter. 
A more momentous win came the following March of 2017 with a major settlement requiring the city to replace the city's thousands of lead pipes with funding from the state and guaranteeing further funding for comprehensive water uh, tap water testing, faucet filter installment, and education programs, uh, free bottled water through, uh, through the following uh, summer, and continued health programs to help the residents deal with the residual effects of Flint's tainted water. The events surrounding this, uh, this uh, inspired the movie Aaron Brockovich, the lawyer who had led the initiative, initial charge to force the local government to openly admit that the water of Flint was so badly contaminated. I, I'm trying to... It's, it's moments like this, John, that you, you wreck me because you're so tenacious and the things you're saying are so pertinent and so specific and I feel so strongly about that I'm trying to find a way out to make a good joke about pretty woman, about I'm going to snap your hand shut, Aaron Brockovich, like, oh, like oh, something about a, a hamster and a Richard Gere or something, but I can't find a way because it, uh, people, governments, and it's not governments, it's, well, no, it's governments, it's, it's, it's anyone it's any institution, any, yep. any conglomeration of people. John and I are an institution. I promise you in another two years, we're going to be in the Smithsonian. We will be an institution. That's this right. is what not to do. Here's we'll, have a, tickets. we'll be there. Right. It's going to be a whole. This is the beginning of the slow decline of the moral humanity that we've known so well. <laughs> the two-sided pod. And this is where they. <laughs> anyway. At any point you get that way, there, there, it's just things are not good. Like people, ah, it, it makes me so, okay, so, so, so yeah, the people are beginning fucked. And the thing is you said, hey, hey, a judge said on a good on you, we're going to give you bottled water for the next year. I'm just saying myself, personally, me, right? If I lived in a town where I knew my neighbors were dying from the water we're drinking, and they say, like, no problem. You guys win. Here's a case of water every day on your front porch. Like, oh, this is good. I'm not going to die, but I have to live like I'm in the 1950s and pick up my goddamn case of water from the goddamn porch every. And like, then, like, like I'm going to cook, right? And I'm going to, this is how I brush my teeth. And this is how I, this is why I don't bathe. All of these things. All like, fuck that. Like, I, when I want my shit, I want it now. I'm goddamn. Instant gratification. Oh, you are wrong. Cool. Give me everything I'm entitled to. Well, we can't. Here's a here's a hot dog and a Hummer. Here's a Snickers bar and a handshake. I just like fuck, man. You want you want a hug? No, no. I want you to go back and get me my goddamn pipes and flip that other switch and get it from Detroit and pump it and pay the goddamn money with the non-corroded pipes. And let me drink my water in peace yep. is what I want. As of today, most of the uh, pipes have been um, uh, replaced and uh, it is essentially good, uh, okay to drink the water of Flint, Michigan, though most of the residents still are have a very strong anti-relationship with it. And so it's, you know, it even if they can drink it, you know, wh why would they trust the government now? 
if the government in 2013 to 2015 would not admit that it was right. harming and killing them. Right. And here's the great joke, because then you could say, like, as if I was Pepsi Cola marketing, you'd be like, you know what? I think you're right. It's not safe. But if you have this crystal clear Pepsi that we've had in a warehouse for 25 years, it's almost like water and it'll get you caffeinated. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and possibly uh, really high. Let's try it out. No, but, th- but this stuff will. So I, you, you said I, I created this, um, you know, I, I talked about uh, very pointed things and it was hard for you to get us out of it. I want you to get us out of it. I talked oh, about shit. one big movie that came out of Michigan uh, events. Uh, let's talk about another movie uh, to end this here segment. Pete, do you have a, another movie in mind that might have been inspired by um, things that happened within the state of Michigan? I do. One of my favorite movies of all time is Detroit Rock City. It's four kids in the 19... 19- oh, wait. Are we not talking? Which one do you mean? I have movies from Detroit. Hey. I got movies from Michigan for days, baby. Like, I don't you. think you understand. Okay, but my thing, like, when you're talking about sieging, being, like, when, when Pontiac was sieging Detroit for four months, like, yeah. the joke was, like, who can... Who can what 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 part of the year was that? Because I hope it was summer because then you only, summer. Have to, only have to deal with mosquitoes and the goddamn sweltering heat. Not a problem. Hey, I hope you get the wind coming in from the lakes there, don't you, Pontiac? Yutta hey to you too, friend. Okie dokie. I don't know, man. But but Detroit, like I love the music. I love, I've been watching a lot of, uh, there's a lot of great chefs coming out of Detroit, but, but I'm sorry, their music. For me, it was first, and it was, it's, I'm not, like, don't, don't hear me out. I'm not, like, fucking biter on all this shit, but Eminem was first because he, Dre helped him, and I was in with Dre. I was in with Dre. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yeah. Hey, you were following Dre. You know me. Come on. Before there was Instasnap. And I just knew who he was popping. And so I knew M. Still Jenny on the block. Right? Yeah. No, I knew she, when she was, before she was J-Lo, when she was still Hey Ho. Hey Ho. <laughs> That's how I knew her. That's how I knew her. Backup dancer. Mm-hmm. In living color. In living Anyone? color. I'm just saying. Hey Ho. Yep. Anyway, John. Yeah. So, so. life to the Wayans. The Wayne brothers. Not at all. Not at all. Her agent. You, we'll do a deep dive on JLo because she's a goddamn princess. So I, I, I can call, I can say hey ho because I adore her. You can just say it because you think it's joking and I won't. I'm going to write that down. That's fine. That's fine. We're going to have Jenny a. Let's, let's go. We're, no, we're going to have a Toledo. What do you want to talk gonna, about? We're going to have a Toledo war, John. We're going to have an Ohio Michigan front off here. Here's the deal, John. This is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about Eminem first, but then I want to get into D12. So, oh, no, wait. You're talking movies. Okay, 8 Mile. 8 Mile was a very good conceptualized piece. Very loosely based. Very loosely based. However, it did have some key characters who had come up in his life who were loosely represented. 
and the beginning of D12, which was really fucking awesome. So anyone out there who likes any kind of hip hop, and then once you get into D12, you can look at the individual artists because everyone had their own spin. Uh, yeah. So I'm just saying, look that shit up. That's what that's that's where I am. Thanks, Detroit. Okay, so you just derailed yourself. You were saying it was loosely based on. Nope, that's it. That's your toe. Okay, you're you're done. Hey. Oh wait. Oh, loosely based on Eminem's life of him growing up and starting uh, Marshall Mathers, um, uh, Eminem, who started rapping, who was a white guy in the 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 deep uh, Detroit eight mile scene where he would go to rap battles in underground places and he was working in factories and doing like struggling, you know, life, just life. Yeah. And that was his life. And they did a, a theatrical version of it with great music where he did do a couple hit songs. And if you look at like the behind the scenes stuff is my favorite. Like the, 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 the great produced stuff is fun, but behind the scenes of like when people are just hanging out because there's so many people in that. Anyway, so. And uh, the, the main song was uh, recently featured at the Super Bowl, the, the first um, a halftime show to uh, feature any hip hop rep. Which is so long overdue. So long overdue. Come on, country for decades. Then some rock, then a whole lot of pop. Lots of pop. All the pop. Lots of lots and lots and lots of pop. Yeah, for the past 20, 30 plus years. Pop and pop, 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 pop. Right. If we can't pull one of the Jackson family's titties out at the next Super Bowl show, I will be very upset. (laughs) Well, if you like what you're listening to, uh, we are currently recording every episode of Two Sided live on the stereo app. Every Thursday, starting at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yep. And also live streaming are on the YouTube channel, Two-Sided Podcast. We're on Instagram and Twitter, at Two-Sided Pod for each T-W-L-Sided Pod. Uh, and we have a Gmail for anyone to suggest topics or to come on to our Tuesday open chat sh- uh, stereo shows. That's Two-SidedPod at gmail.com. T-W-O-SidedPod at gmail.com. And we've gone viral. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and elsewhere by searching two-sided. We'd love if you follow us on those platforms, subscribe and hit that alert on YouTube and follow us on stereo. If you haven't already, we thank you kindly. I'm going to go ahead. And I know you've written that whole spiel and I don't like the pattern of it because I want you to say some things first and some things later, but there's also things I want to retort by because we've gone viral folks. So if you go ahead and search virus two-sided, You'll come up with some real horrible pictures, and that will be what you need to focus on. Think about your life choices and why you're listening to us. If you like what you're hearing, you fear what you're seeing, and you can't believe your feelings, hit that subscribe button, hit that alert button. Don't be afraid. I don't know, man. Oh, oh, I know this one. This is the only thing we get taught in Australian history about America, that the lower peninsula is shaped like a drongo. <laughs> he knew it. He knew exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. He knew it. God damn it. I love me some Mr. V. Like, mm.
He's like the brother I drowned in the tub. I adore him. And I'm sad that he's gone. It's called Mackinac. <laughs> the Straits of Mackinac. Mackinac Island. <laughs> Mackinac. I just got killed. <laughs> that is hilarious. Mackinac. You say Mackinac. I say Mackinac. Let's call the whole thing off. No, that's not it. You say tomato, I say shut the fuck up, John. Let's call the whole thing off. All right. Oh, oh, I know this one too. I know this one too. The most water in a state. All right. So the most water in a state is liquid. Because if it wasn't liquid, it would be either a solid, which would make it ice, or a gas, which would make it vapor. See, he, he went on my same thing. But now that you think about this this much, I will yep. go on a, on a limb, John, and I will. I want to see the scientific research. I want to go to the Princeton Harvard research study groups because I think the most water would be Florida because so many senior citizens have water on the knee. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. That was awful. Go ahead. Play the next one. Hey, if he's trying to get all smart, I'm going to get all smart. They're trying to find water on the moon and other planets. Obviously, they know it's going to be an ice form, but they still call it water. So it's also the general term for that uh, chemical. Right. And at that point, I'm going to get smarter on that. It's like, you know what? They've searched in John's Uranus and, and no water has been found or forms of life. And what's even worse is it's 2022 and the majority of Flint residents still do not have clean drinking water. See? They still do not have clean drinking water. See, John? That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you open a whole big bag of worms. Of... Yeah, let's talk uh, about... <sighs> there's there's so many things. That's the thing about uh, any state. Uh, uh, Michigan, you know, is, is big with it. There's so many different things I could have talked about. There's so many things, and I knew no, I no, it's a huge one. I'm glad you and only went I, that I, way. Yeah, no, but the, and the great thing with that because you only stayed on that topic of Flint, which was great. But the thing that I can say about the people there, because once they got, yeah, all right, I don't want the bottled water, I don't want the daily deliveries, I don't want that shit. But but goddamn, they're resilient. Mm -hmm. Like this is our town, this is our state, this is where uh, I live. Uh, yeah, NOLA reminds me of New Orleans, you know, exactly. but especially post-Katrina, but really all throughout because they've always it's like that route. Yeah, this is where we are. This is my people. This is how I yep. roll. And it's like, all right, so just, so I drink, I drink water from my sink and I die. All right, perfect. I don't do that anymore. And moving on. And, and you just deal with the, the shit coming on. Like, and I, I respect the shit out of that, man. And that's like, that's why I was like, fucking Michigan gangsters, good people, fucking the dirty mitt. Yeah. Unfortunately, the implementation of all of that has failed. They have safe. There, it's so dirty. It's so wrong. Girl. Uh, okay. John, well, I want one you thing I, I I will say: uh, the implementation has made it known where the level of of safe slash clean, which. Right. These are two different things. It's really <laughs> stupid to differentiate. But the testing of the water, the continual testing of the water, which was a major thing of that initiative, makes it known to them at all times where the water is. 
And so even if it's not safe or if it's safe, but not clean and they got to filter it a little bit just to make it like, you know, not so gritty, dirty. um, There, there is that. And that was not there beforehand. And so if anything else, there's a whole lot of, uh, you know, um, red tape. Yeah. Right. But that itself is, is a good thing. That's information. That's what we need to have. And that's what was not given to them for so long, for three okay. years. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. Information. You know what? I'm with you that if you do not have that information, you cannot, you cannot move forward. If you have yeah. that information, you're like, oh, wow, I'm actively fucked. And like, okay, I can move forward. But it doesn't change the fact that you have been broken and abandoned. It's just like... One, it's like the same thing around here. Like in, you go to any mountain communities up in Southern California, down in Southern California. Yeah. Up, I say, because it's in the mountains. Right. Yeah. Like up you go me. to, yeah. Sea level up, up for me. Yeah. Like if I was a topographic map, I would be so popular with the, the school kids in sixth and seventh grade. <laughs> Look at my mountains. I don't know. Anyway, um, up in Big Bear and places like that, that you, as you're driving up the mountains, it's like, fire danger warning and there's a meter of where right of what you can and can't do it's like oh we're in green yellow orange red yep. whatever i know it arizona yep right and it's like all right we have knowledge like but but why why are we just having signs and knowledge why can't we figure out like hey how about let's figure out some way to not have giant forest fires like yeah it's very dangerous but let's I believe you could rake the forest. I heard that was a thing. If you raked the forest. <laughs> forest maintenance. Forest maintenance, right? We all have, we all have work release programs, baby. That's right. Rake, rake my forest. It's a new game show on Fox. It's, uh, um, we get 77 prisoners and we release them to the forest and whoever can rake the most lives to see another day. Rake We're saying that forest. Rake with a K, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, the funny thing, the plan words is all the prisoners are rakists. Anyway. Uh, We're saying it was a K, that... right? <laughs> the, the one thing I didn't, I didn't really find uh, since we're still on it uh, is why didn't they just switch the pipe back to Detroit? I don't know why, especially when everything happened. They're like, oh, okay, we'll clean it up. But like, why didn't they just move? It was fine up until that point, up until 2013 when, the, like you said, publicly pulled the lever. Why not go back? But I don't know. And uh, if, uh, if any of the natives do, please, because, you know, I- my research was superficial at best. No, no, I think because it goes back to uh, William Hull back in 1812. That's right. What he did, he was all about giving his friends and family gifts of pipeline pieces. So I'm guessing when they were said, oh, we're switching this off, they started disassembling and started making, oh, this is now wherever this road was running or this pipe was running. This is now we're reestablishing infrastructure for roads for highways for other things so you can't run 
the pipeline, the pipeline's not there anymore. Like it, at least in two or three places. So like, yeah, you have it, but you'd have to revert all these things because they've now, the whole thing of turn this off was to, to build infrastructure, to build, this is how we're gonna develop our money, develop our community. And on paper, it's like, yeah, 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 great. But, and now you're like, oh, switch it back. Like you've already sold these rights. These are already built. You've, you've destroyed three or four parts. You don't own this land anymore. What are you gonna do? You done dropped your pistol when you bust through the window. What are you gonna do now? Guys, speaking of hip hop, are you guys familiar with Tom um, Tom McDonald? Dude, that guy is freaking off the chain. He is probably my favorite rapper. And I have a couple favorite rappers, but he's probably my favorite. You gotta listen to him if you haven't already. He spits some facts, and he don't give a shit. No, no, no. Anyways, Tom McDonald, yo. No, no, I'm, I'm down. Because he was part, Tom McDonald's from Canada. Like he's, he's in the, he was in the Shady Con where he was with Eminem. Yeah. But he wasn't produced on that. He, he did an instrumental, M, M did an instrumental for him, but he's dope as shit. Yeah. Like he's, he's dope as shit. And like, if you don't think Canada comes hard, John, well, I don't think you understand about this rap coming hard anyway, but Canada, it's not all Brian Adams, bro. Lose yourself it. in the moment you own it, you got it, you better never let it go, yo, you only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow, this opportunity comes once in a lifetime, you better. Girl, I'm such a big fan of Foxy Lady, anyone out there, uh, follow Foxy Lady, or Foxy and Mind Fox, two fucking solid folks on, on, um, uh, Stereo, they're on. John, we need to know all over the things so we can pop their shit too. Because if they have, they have more stuff and they're better produced than we are, and they're better people than we are. Like, ah, that sounds like a similar pronunciation debate: Prescott versus Prescott. Right. Oh, 100 percent. Prescott. Oh. Well, no, if you're local, if you're local, I'm letting you know it's Prescott. <laughs> if you're if you're AZ, baby, come on, it's Prescott. Who's, that, who's that quarterback? Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. But if you are outside of the state of Arizona or the southwest region that of the United States, it's oh, that's Prescott. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, hey, what's what? What's the name of that uh, uh, four corners state? That's the the top uh, west one. Well, now we're quizzing on geography, John. I barely made it through the last thing about Ohio <laughs> being with Indiana. Like, come on, that man. has that has Las Vegas in it. Nevada. What 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 is it? Nevada. That is correct. Not Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> Yeah, it's Nevada. Nevada. I'm saying, Congrats on going viral, and you're like, your Apple podcast, it's dope. 
Have you guys thought about going over to Clubhouse and streaming there too? I mean, why not go for three? See, John? See, John, I don't know where these places are. I want to go to places. I want to see things. I want to be, I want to see the world and I want you to be my Sherpa and carry my bags. Can we I, go to new platforms and climb I like new heights? Clubhouses. I like clubhouses. <sighs> no dogs allowed. Okay. Number one, worst clubhouse ever. Dogs are always allowed. Girls are maybe subjected to a test of litanies of like, are you cool? Yeah. Are you really cool? Yeah. Do you like to smoke weed? Even if you don't, are you cool? All right, come on in. But dogs, yes. We already know how to prevent major forest fires and major bushfires. The problem is the environmentalists were like, you can't do that because you're destroying their homes. And what I'm referring to there is burning off in the cooler months. If you burn off all that shrubbery and all that bloody foliage and leafage along the ground and shit in the cooler months, so it's not there to catch fire, you're not going to have a fucking forest fire. Or at least you're not going to have a severe one anyway, because there's nothing really to spread it. Oh, you're destroying their homes. No, they will move, and then they'll come back. A major-ass fucking forest fire kills millions of animals every year. That's destroying their homes and their lives. What's worse? 100%. Like, 100%, 100%, 100%. Bro, and the thing, okay... You know what? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And that was, uh, uh, so anyone, Mr. V is, uh, is uh, in the fucking Aussie Outback. He's our mate down there. And the shit that they had to go through with those wildfires that could be seen from space and the yep. amount of devastation for the animals. And that was what, like the. <sighs> our our, our uh, Western uh, United States fires were nothing. Were nothing. nothing. Compared to that, nothing like nothing. Amazon was more than what we had, and that was still kind of nothing compared to nothing. That. And it was just like the the thing, like when you're, I'm, uh, when you start like yeah, okay, like oh, there's a couple in in Southern California here. It's a lot of you don't ever think about that level of death. You do, but you don't think about that level of that that. It's like oh, here's some nice houses, and here's a community, here's some. Right. Whatever houses, it's like the people, right. the money. And it was like, oh yeah, this this land is charged. It's like, eh, it was kind of shitty anyway. It was just all sparse and hilly. But you don't think of like all of these the hundreds of thousands of millions of animals. If you look at everything that was destroyed, like and some of those some of those videos that came out of there, like uh, broke my heart, bro. I, the baby I, koala I, hanging on to uh, the dog. Oh no, the baby koala that was drinking water out of the water bottle, and it was all like, "Fuck, bro!" All my things. Oh, so, anyone who knows me, I care nothing for people unless you're worth your salt. Like, that's true. No, no, I, I just like if you're if you're not a good human, good on you. 
I wish you the best, but I'm, I care nothing for you. If you're good, I will, I will move bodies or make bodies for you. But animals, animals, every single human I meet, the more I love animals. Like they're just, even an asshole animal, a cat, a dog, a bird, a, a no, fuck snakes. I'm a little Indiana Jones because snakes are assholes. <laughs> I don't need to fuck with them. But anything else, man. No. Scorpions? They glow in the dark. I'm okay with them. They're good at raves. That was pretty cool. No, it, was. it still is pretty cool. Anyone? <laughs> hey, folks, anyone who goes to Arizona, Foxy, get a blue, get a, get a black light. Well, she knows this. She fucking knows yeah. this. They live there. Yeah. yeah, That was our favorite thing to go scorpion hunting with a black light. And like, <clears throat> there's one, there's one, there's one. It's like, how is this? And it's like, okay, if I put two on strings and I like whip them around, like, is this your first? <laughs> I'm spinning them. It's like, is, is it your first oh, scorpion you party? We got to go to the hospital. <laughs> right. Is this your first scorpion party? You want some water? You want a back rub? You want a scorpion party? Woo! With- scorpion light show. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid man. <laughs> let's let let's hit this and uh, uh, jump into our next sec. I hope it's fun. I hope it's funny. I hope it, I hope things are good. Pete, do you know about does the dog I feel like it was designed for us. I think John knows about it because I'm very adamant about it. No, he he's never told me, and I I don't like so the name about, of the title. I know the the name itself is horrible, and I think I told you, and you were like oh, maybe a little drunk. I don't know why, but no, uh, no, that's not that. Literally, doesn't sound like me. But go on. <laughs> uh, it's about movies, and so if you see, if you were like, oh, that movie is cool, I want to watch it, but you know that you were triggered from any movie, in any situation where it's like of old age, of something tragic, whatever, you go go to doesthedogdie.com to make sure that there's no dog that dies. It doesn't have that trigger. Okay. Okay, so I wouldn't have to watch Big Fish ever again. It's a great movie. Anyone who's not seen it, I recommend it if you have a very good relationship with your father or you're not triggered by what is and what wasn't and what could be and all of your communicative influences and your dreams and hopes and um, aspirations for your, anyway. Also, I highly recommend focusing on being Obi-Wan Kenobi because after that, he did that. So six of one, Obi-Wan Kenobi over and over. No, I got to look that. I actually have a black light in the apartment we just moved out of. The last couple years we lived there had a big scorpion problem, so I'd have a black light out. And when I'd let the cats out, I would start looking around in the dark corners, making sure there wasn't anything glowing in the dark. <laughs> there always was. <laughs> right? Always. What you have to do in the desert is try one of the fucking lollipops. You know, the ones with the scorpions in them? Yep. Big business. And, and we have the gas station next to our house also sells like sour cream and onion crickets. Oh my god! Shut up! They had suckers with ants in it the other day. I'm I, like, I fuck eats that shit. Oh my I god, will. that's disgusting. I, 
I definitely will because we like one of my favorite things was to drive between Safford, where we went to college, and uh, Tucson, and you'd have to drive by the thing. Yep. All through Arizona, it's like the what thing. Is the thing. What is it? The thing. Four hundred and seventy-eight miles. Twenty-seven. The thing. Wendy's next door. Pilot gas station. What is it? Yes. Built within a gas station. It's great. What is the thing? We are not. I've never been to... uh, What is the fucking island? Catalina. Catalina. Outside of California. I've never been to Catalina in Southern... I've been here for 10, 15 years. I've never been to Catalina. Buffalo. Yeah. Never been. But it's like, yeah, in Arizona, it took me like six years to get to the thing. And once I went, I'm like, this is literally the best place I've ever been in my life. <laughs> not only you can get a Wendy's McFlurry or a, not yeah. a McFlurry, uh, 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 a Blizzard. Blizzard, right. Yeah. The Wendy's yeah, Blizzard. It's, yeah. It's the, the McFlurry is the bastardized cousin of the, of the Blizzard. The, the um, Mick cousin. The Mick cousin. Oh, they're over here. No, they're not. They're all American. Anyway, there's a whole Chotsky shop of Arizona, and only like only Arizona and New Mexico can do. There's like, do you like scorpions and tarantulas and things in belt buckles or ice snow globes or paperweights or do you like t-shirts? And, <laughs> like all of the things you're saying, yes, yeah, yeah. all of them. Of you like posters of snakes and coyotes? Yeah. Yep. Bet your goddamn ass I do. Is, I call them coyotes. Yeah. Is this or is this not America? Uh, <laughs> if you turn to page four on that poster sheet, it's called America. Coyote. <laughs> Hell yeah. So it's so good. And then you get the the what the the thing, what is it tour? And it used to be when I was in college, it was 75 cents. And then it moved up to a dollar fifty, and now it's like two. Like the last time I was there it was like two fifty or like two seventy five. Inflation, man, four hundred percent. Holy crap! It's, it's hard to live these days, John. It's definitely hard to live these days. <laughs> but you walk through; it's a walking tour, and there's. It's just kind of. Um, it's 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 a. Um, like little little hand bunkers, like um, things you would enclosed RV parking, like military, like dome weird. Like it's it's almost like a double wide, but it's made out of metal, and there's doors on each side. Like, but there's mm-hmm. cement floors, mm-hmm. and all of their shit is okay. Here's like, hey, this could be. Here's a limousine that could be Hitler's car. And like nothing is, and, and nothing's dusted. It's all dirty. There's cobwebs everywhere. And when you get to the thing, after all this like weird shit, it's like, what am I looking at? Like it's just very awkward Arizona. The thing is a, a weird, mummified, maybe baby, maybe not, maybe something, maybe not, in glass. You're like, what, what am I looking at? But the, it's all dirty and everything. Like, I can't even see. Like, what? That was 
a good 75 cents spent. I feel very good about that purchase. Similar to the Coney Island uh, Sideshow Museum. Damn straight. I yep. Not as dirty. I think Coney Island, as- because of this, the sea salt, I feel like they have to keep it moist. No, they have to keep it wiped because it'll, otherwise it'll uh, contaminate uh, whatever the Mold. Mold. There you go. Mold. Mold. Contaminate. Contaminate. Flint water. Flint water. Uh, ah! Transition. Transition. Lightning round. Lightning round! Oh, yeah! It's the sound of a coming down in a lightning round! <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a little, a little something in my throat. Do you have something to drink? Any water? Oh, I'll prefer a cocktail. I heard all that bad talk about water. Oh, yeah! Lightning! Our second lightning round of the evening is uh, your favorite of mine, editorial dick. That's where... Okay. I give my boy Pete a uh, headline of, uh, of uh, an article, and he editorializes purely based off of the headline. Okay. Okay, and and it's like this is one of the like I always have to clarify because I know we've gone through this. <laughs> this is part. I feel like this is part of our our tit and our tat, our give and our take, our two sides of two sided TWO sided pod at gmail dot com. That yeah. you say the same things over and over. I always have the same arguments, and I never remember. So this is one of those occasions. Is this the thing where you say a thing, and I don't get to? I just like, you know what? Fuck you. And I get to do that. Right. You don't look too far. You, okay. So though my boy Pete sometimes uh, um, projects himself as a not too smart guy, he's a very educated, very no. knowledgeable, very up Never. on current circumstances kind of guy, especially the news. And so when he hears some of these headlines, especially ones with uh, uh, news subject stories where he is familiar with it, he wants to like dive deep. And this one is him editorializing purely based off of the headline. Headline, perfect. You said circumstances, not circumcises. So I'm still with you. Perfect. Headlines, editorialize, surface level, my boy Pete. Woo! Here we go. Anyone who likes what they're seeing and who's scared of what they're seeing and who's afraid of what they're feeling, I am too. Hit that subscribe button. Maybe we can save each other. Hit that like button and alert, and we'll figure out from here. John, let's editorialize, baby. Our first headline. Donald Jr. tried to explain his father's love for dictators and, comma, um, dot, dot, dot. Okay, here's the deal. Easy, 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 easy editorializing. Hey, did you not give... Did you not receive enough love from your father or too much love from your father? And you're always trying to figure out a way to figure that out mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Oh, and baby Jesus, he's alive too. So you still get to deal with that internal aggressive connection there. Of course you do cocaine. Come on, man. This is, you got to give him some slack. You are raised in a goddamn broiler and you know nothing else. 
I just, I just, I just, my favorite, you know what? Editorializing, your life is not on a good track when you are defending horrible actions and you are fucking the leftovers of the governor of California. That is not a good thing in life. (laughs) Next headline. Disney employees, quote, angry over response to Florida's LGBTQ bill. Okay, so that one, I saw the beginning. I saw that Disney was going to meet with DeSantis because that motherfucker's an idiot who literally, you know, that as an editorializer, I love Disney. Disney's one of the magical places on earth. And I feel like they need to keep the magic and they need to keep the peace. However, there are certain things and the, the, the bill that Florida has passed has nothing to do with that idea, that presence, that anything. However, Disney has always supported the right after Walt has left. <laughs> so once he's gone, we're on the... the I'll get it. I'm going to go on a limb and say after Pocahontas, we got on the right side of things. Um, we were not on the right side at Aladdin, and we figured it out after that. But now we're good. So, of course, fuck that Florida bill. Up with Disney. If you don't like the things that Disney, because the, the head of Disney, and I did, that's what I'm saying, my caveat is I don't know. Because the head of Disney told DeSantos, we don't like this. Are you saying that Disney employees were saying, we don't like that you said no? Or we don't like that we're with... I'm I'm unsure of the headline. I didn't read it. I was just like, yeah, of course. Like, of course people don't like it. And anyone who doesn't like it, like, fuck them. That's awful. It's awful. It's awful. You you had a good thing going, and then you kind of like, uh, like, you know spiraled out uh yeah, into no. your, it, no. but yeah, yeah. literally this is it this is this is exactly how i live my life john i have a really good thing going and i spiral <laughs> out into just ineptitude and just nonsense so and that folks you've heard it here thanks for tuning in we'll see you next sunday in the papers and that's how you bring it all back. All right, third headline. 2020 census undercounted Hispanic, Black, and Native American residents. <laughs> oh, shit. 22, 23, 24. My therapist said I have to count to 50 before I can respond to things that trigger me so much. I'm going to try to make a small, small caveat and make that okay in, in the 37. Here's the deal. People of indigenous races, people of color, people who are our people, these are people, these are Americans, these are, it doesn't matter if you're American or not, literally, you're a goddamn human being, 46. This is the thing you need to realize that 
as long as you're a good person and trying to make your way in the world, you should not be undercounted. You should not be underprivileged of your choices in life, of your religion, of your sexual orientation, of your goddamn dress, of your or country of origin. None of them should make any difference of how you're counted and seen as a human being. 48, because all of these things the reason they're undercounted is because if you look at the congressional districts and you look at gerrymandering that goes on, you have less counted people. So they get less congressional votes, less district votes. So therefore that community of whatever is more of people of color get less representation, which is fucked. 49. So I say it's par for the course. And this is what we all need to do. We all need to be aware and be aggressively writing small emails. If you can write to us at twosidedpod at gmail.com, that's twosidedpod at gmail.com, you can write to your, your, your senator. You can write to your local congressman. You can send the number. And that is one thing that we will do, John, because that is something I definitely believe in. I, I'm a I'm a pest in the ear of, of, of Aguilar. I'll be honest. Like, Hey man, what are y'all doing about this shit? Yeah. But I don't say that, but you code switch this. That's what you mean. You turn it into other words. Code switch, John. And the editorializing and 50 is that if we all do our part, we will no longer be, not counted. We will no longer be overlooked. We as, and not just us and them, but we as an entire country will be seen, will be heard, will be understood. We know us and them. It's us. We all sink. We all swim. We, we live together. Yeah. I don't like John. I don't like him. We do this podcast. <laughs> we live together. In this show, <laughs> two-sided baby, my man. All right, I I have uh, one more for you, but <sighs> I have two options, so you get to choose. Do you want to uh, do a headline with uh, the Whitmer kidnap suspects or with a beauty blogger? Why are you let me choose? Because I'll take a kidnapping any day of the week. There you go. All right. You ready? Yeah, and no. The headline yeah. is FBI used drones, key fobs, planes to spy on Whitmer kidnap suspect. Agent says. Say that, that you started the last sentence. Say the last time. FBI used drones, key fobs, planes. To spy on Whitmer kidnap suspect, agent says. Agent says. Yeah. Folks, here's the deal. Of course, we're going to use planes, key fobs, anything to spy on any possible, any possible threat. At any point, 
when we had the last years of our borders being shut down, this is FBI. We can't go anywhere internationally. You are limited to the weird shit that happens within our borders. Of course they use I'm surprised they didn't use more things. Have you seen wheelies? Wheelies for adults? Wheelies for kidnappers? Well, let me introduce you to the next best thing, John. Wheelies for kidnappers. Hey, folks. Y'all like kidnapping people but need to get away real fast. But sometimes there's a bridge that's been blocked. And your 1994 uh, uh, a Chevy half-ton can't even... You know what? And sometimes it's that 1986 Ford F-150. And sometimes you can't even make it down there. Right? So what you do, you and your boys, get your old patriotic wheelies. They're good for kidnappings. Adult style. Don't be afraid. Grab a governor, grab them wheelies, grab on home. America. Here we go, kidnapping style. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Silly. Not an art, Silly. not an editorial, but I took a hard left because I don't know where to go because that's funny to me. Like, bro, <laughs> did you see their pictures? The, no. like, so, what? Like, two of them were shrunk in a microwave. One of them has a weirder beard than I've ever seen. And that's saying a lot from me, bro. <laughs> like, if you'd um, like to see my boy Pete's beard, join us right now on the YouTube podcast, uh, YouTube channel, uh, The Two-Sided Podcast. You can find us live and our back stories. At, at our back stories? He was born a young man, <laughs> never knew his parents. His Earth family raised him well, but one day he will then transcend to the stars. Got nothing, John. This is, this is where shit starts. If anyone who watches the show, listens to the show, this is right around the, right around the funny, serious transition. That's where things start taking a hard left for all of us. And I dig in the hard, hard turn after the last lightning round. And speaking of that, we got a couple of messages because the last lightning round is now over and we're transitioning into the fun. So let's weird. Get these <laughs> really weird. It's like I called it weird. Really fucking great book is uh Swimming to Catalina. The 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 mayhem and the shit and the fucking left turns that that book takes. Wow. But okay. we're talking about, you know, McDonald's and all that shit. How many of these companies have, <clears throat> quote, quote, disappeared from Russia? We're shutting down in Russia. It sounds like Russia is getting healthier and healthier by the minute. No more Starbucks, no more McDonald's, Coke, Pepsi, KFC. <laughs> all right. I guess I'm good with that. Should we do that here? <coughs> yeah, but then. No more weed, unless you know your guy, but then he was probably talking shit. So also no more booze, because it all goes to the oligarchs. The old, no problem. is very good. I'll have to dig into my stash. Here's a little secret for all you hoarders out there. If you take go. your ex extra septic tank, 
wash it out, like just a nice little cleanse, and you can fill it with booze. It's storage forever for booze if you need it. The bleach would help with the disinfecting, but it also doesn't help with the alcohol. So you know what? The alcohol basically disinfects enough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And also, you always like a little mixer, right, John? I do. I do. There you go. He calls it lemon juice. We call it (laughs) pee-pee. You goddamn hippie. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Pete's beard. Um, as far as I'm concerned, if he dug his hand around far enough, he'd probably find a ham sandwich. But yeah, I mean, it's still it's a mighty mighty beard. Thank you, brother. Nonetheless, like, I, mighty I, beard. Like I truly appreciate that, but I actively I actively would really appreciate a ham sandwich right now. Um, <laughs> no, there's, there's, keep digging. There's nothing. There's nothing in here, and I would like a ham sandwich. Uh, it's one of those we don't go oh, ahead. I was going to say if there was uh, an infinite amount of monkeys uh, uh, looking throughout your beard for an infinite amount of time I believe a ham sandwich would be found I don't know what your idea of monkeys and beards are but it's, this is not a goddamn portal to the infinite monkey universe of sandwiches John <laughs> you just you spout nonsense and I'm trying to bring you back on track John Monkeys don't equate hand sandwiches. However, if there was I'm not aware that I've ever had any Russian weed. I w- I'm interested to know. I don't, I don't think I've ever had any Russian weed. I can tell you I, have. I mean, yep. I guess it's possible. I this I seems like a lot of effort, though. <laughs> nope. Bro, here's the deal. Let's just go ahead, and it's like, you don't have to answer, because this is all for anyone in the community. You can answer these questions as I speak through them. Remember that worst day you had at work? Yeah. And you just wanted to get home? Yeah. Because nothing was going to be better than getting away from work, getting out of that car, getting away from this community, getting into your house. Yeah. And just smoking that weed. Yeah. Just, Just having a nice little disconnect, a little moment of silence, a little peace among your soul. Tell me you were not rushing to get that weed. Tell me that ain't Russian weed. Because that, my friend, uh, that, my friend, is Russian weed. If uh, before you go uh, to the bathroom, you're, you're Russian, and after you come out of the bathroom, you're American, what are you when you're in the bathroom? That's right, European. and move forward. Russian weed, not a dad joke. (laughs) Okay, we're popping both of these at once and then we're moving to our last segment. People, I dare you. Oh, motherfucker. I'm driving, so I'm not on the YouTube. I would have loved to fucking seen that live. Uh, I'm not gonna go back and rewatch it. I don't. I don't do that sort of shit. 
<laughs> so I've missed out. Oh, you will. <laughs> Digging for a ham sandwich. <laughs> Russian weed. Oh, that was a brilliant lead up. The punchline was delivered beautifully. Oh, that was a good joke. That was a great joke, Pete. I like that. I like it a lot. It's the small things that make me feel better in life. And it's like, these goddamn bossies get humor. You fuckers over there don't understand it on your fucking East Coast bullshit, John. You're all too fucking hoity toity. Me and Mr. V are going to have the part of the east uh, uh of eastern standard time thank you very much the westernmost part yeah no i'm i'm a big fan of i'm a big fan of when you clarify anything that's pointed against you it's really good on your persona john what's that funny funny thing we're going to talk about next so help me baby john two thummy jesus so glad that you asked my boy pete because our last uh, segment of the night is clowns throughout history here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Do you do you want to go first, or should I try to pop all of your bubbles and give you like I can't read that anymore. Can't read that anymore. Can't read that anymore. Can't read that anymore. Do you want to go, or should I go? You go. I'll let you. I'll let you go. We'll just we'll just lay the foundation, and then you know we'll see what happens after that. So the clown is a familiar comic character, a pantomime and circus, known by distinctive makeup and costume, ludicrous antics, and buffoonery, whose purpose is to induce hearty laughter. The clown, unlike the traditional fool or court gesture, usually performs a set routine characterized by broad graphic humor, absurd situations, and vigorous physical action. The earliest ancestors of the clown flourished in ancient Greece, Bald-headed, padded buffoons who performed as secondary figures in farces and mimes, parodying the action of the more serious characters, and sometimes pelting the spectators with nuts. That same clown was uh, appeared in uh, Rome as the mime, wearing a pointed hat and motley patchwork of robes, serving as the butt of all the tricks and abuse of his fellow actors. Clowning was a general feature of the act of medieval minstrels and jugglers, but the clown did not emerge as a professional comic actor until the late Middle Ages, when traveling entertainers sought to imitate the antics of court gestures and the amateur fool society. Yep. Yep. All of the things you said that... Also, anyone who's Anyone who's listening is not watching on YouTube Live. If you hadn't hit that like and that alert and that I like, can't believe I'm here button, John, put a stupid red nose on. Not even a good clown nose, but a a bad one. And then that's why he sounds so nasal. It's also because of the head cold and the cocaine. Okay, I heard someone say cocaine. Nope, go back, Lightning Man. The clown time is. For us, not you. Okie dokie! The traveling companies of Italian Commedia dell'arte performed one uh, of the most famous durable clouds of all time. Did I, I need uh, you to uh, I need yeah. you to I need you to rephrase that and, and think about what you said. Commedia 
Delarte. Delarte. You said Del Arte. <laughs> like, wow, wow. I, I, I didn't understand it. Yeah. It was maybe Del because Arte. maybe because your nose was so bulbous and red and swollen. Go ahead. So this cloud is though is the Arlequino. Arlequino. Harlequino. Arlequino, which no, I... is the Harlequin, which Ar... it was created because we tried to simplify it for our language. Pete, remember that from the previous segment? Yeah, you know, galvanized me. Yeah, but I was saying, Arlequino. Is it? He said, John, he tried, to make a, he tried to make a connection with a different language. When he wears a stupid nose, he cannot pronounce anything. Arlequino. <laughs> hey, he's a track record. He says he know nothing about any of the words he says, and I make a better, better, better pronunciation. But here we are, a good nose, a good Arlequino, a good galvanizing. Hey, so thank you, John. Here we go. The Harlequin uh, began as a comic valet or a zany person, but soon developed into an acrobatic trickster wearing a black domino mask and carrying a bat or noisy slapstick, which he frequently uh, belabored the uh, posteriors of his victims. Does this sound familiar in comic folklore? I heard a wheezing when you inhaled in that whistle nose, and I need you to take that out because it's not working for me. No, I'm, I, you can keep it on. It's fine. Put it on your ear. Put it on your head. Do whatever you want. That's fine. Um, comic folklore. Are you talking about the, are you talking about the Krampus? Are, are you talking about? No, comic book folklore is what I was more going for. Comic book uh, all right, let me uh, say it again. The Harlequin uh, became an acrobatic trickster wearing a black domino mask and carrying a bat, or noisy slapstick, which they uh, frequently belabored the posteriors of their victims. <sighs> God damn, I hate your Wikipedia bullshit. You're talking about Harley Quinn, the Joker's girlfriend. There you but, go. No, but... They belabored the backsides of their people after the masks of John. We're all humans here. John, John, John. <laughs> I know you might feel different with that fucking nose on, but you're one of us. One of us. One of us. You can be okay talking like a normal human being. Go ahead. Get it. Among the first professional stage clowns were the famous William Kemp and Robert Armin both of whom were connected with Shakespeare's company. Traveling English actors of the 17th century were responsible for the introduction of stage clowns to Germany, among them such the popular characters of Pickle Herring. Pickle Herring is actually a, a very uh, influential, uh, famous clown. So It's uh, it... also a very delicious treat. If you have the means, uh, I highly recommend picking some up. That's right. Picking the Pickle Herring up. Pickle Herring and his confederates wore clown costumes that haven't changed to this day. Oversized shoes, waistcoats, hats with, uh, with giant ruffs around their necks. They still celebrate this uh, version of the clown every year at Carnival in the Rhineland uh, uh, region of Germany. With these costumes, uh, these costume accents being by far the most worn at Carnival. 
Yep. And they and they have translated into what we know a lot as the circus clown or uh you know the the sta- the birthday clown, right? Uh, I don't know about you, but I was I was more of a a Ted Bundy kind of We'll get there. Grok. Fuck you, John. You're literally going to do Ted Bundy in the fucking fun? You're the worst. At least take your goddamn nose off because I can't even look at you. Like, I'm having a hard time. And we talked about that as well. Anyway, no, no. so Grog. I, I will talk about that because I, I have, I did a master's class on clowning and what costuming is and the way you're using it is inappropriate and unwieldy. But go ahead. Croc. Croc was a famous white face um, pamped by this. He celebrated melancholy, resembled that Emmett Kelly, the American vagabond clown, uh, Bill Irwin maintained the tradition in performances as New Vaudeville. Wow, wow, wow. All Dario Foe. Did he just say something about chlamydia? In art, <laughs> I, I think that's I what I heard. Also, that's I must point. say that red news matches your hair beautifully. Carry on. Yeah, you said Ted Bundy. I thought Al Bundy, shoe salesman. I was like, wait a minute, that ain't right. And neither of those are right. Neither no. of them are right. No, or are they? No, they're not. Oh, fuck, I don't know. No, we're not. Because if you want to get deep into it, we, we talk about John Wayne Gacy because Gacy was the, the clown killer. Bundy was the, the good-looking guy. But that's a whole different podcast, and John refuses to take his nose off. So, anyway, go ahead. So, the whiteface uh, clown of the three types of major clowns can be traced back through the Commedia dell'arte and medieval court gestures of the theaters. Say of it again, Greek. John. The whiteface clown? No, comedian. The- you need to learn how to pronounce that. Okay, say it again. No, no, I didn't say it ever. You've now said it horribly three times and once correct. Is it comedia? Comedia. Delarte. There you go. Del arte. Easy. A buenos dias. Well, how do you do? Come on to our uh, 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 pueblo. A donde esta? A bueno. A mucho gusto. Thanks. This fucker has a clown nose on. I am so angry about that. Go ahead. The white-faced clown is the big brother of the clowning world. In charge. A know-it-all. A straight man setting up the situation that other clowns, like the Auguste or the Tramp, turn funny. The customary features of the white face include a full white face, uh, red and white features, uh, quite often beautiful or delicate, a colorful outfit and a wig. We owe thanks or blame to this, uh, the, uh, the creation of the white face to this English performer who is considered the father of modern clowning. In the early 1800s, Joseph Grimaldi created the character Joey who reportedly was the first clown to wear white face makeup and paint on a large, smiling red lips. He also wore colorful, outrageous clothing and specialized in the classical physical tricks. 
Grimaldi's popularity is so great that uh, remembrances in his honor are held every year at a London church. So the white face can be further divided into three groups, the classic European white face, uh, the straight white face, and the grotesque white face, which is similar to straight white face in the classic, more colorful and cheerful way, uh, but with zanier and more exaggerated features and clothes. The mime, also an elegant clown, known, of course, for not speaking, but emoting through body language and facial expressions. The famous white face clowns include frosty little bozo the clown and ronald mcdonald since we were talking about mcdonald's and uh i believe my boy pete uh, does not want to be around me in any way and so i will now remove the nose yeah that's that's perfect clown. you do a, you do a good bit john but sometimes you do it a little too soon it's like hey when you're gonna come in for a landing put the landing gear on right before landing you don't do it when you're like hey we're taking off from ontario uh canada we're gonna go to new york and landing gear is down we got seven hours and we're gonna land soon how about wait and do it then no i've already i've already uh proven the point of what that was for so the next no you haven't because i have the point is no no we're going through great clown references which is fantastic but we can get to the costuming of what a clown nose is and why it is used. And you used it inappropriately because you did not have what it brings to you. Go ahead. Augusto. Uh, is a mixture of white face and tramp and not so hapless as the tramp, but wilder and broader than the white face. Uh, the classic Auguste uh, appeared as the opposite of the white face with prominent flesh tones. Uh, and black and white features, a large uh, ball-shaped nose, and extravagant mismatched costumes, oversized neckties, very small hats, etc. The <laughs> famous no, Auguste include uh, Cookie from the Bozo Show and Coco. And finally, the Tramp is a uniquely American clown. Some believe that the idea of the Tramp originated with the hobos who rode the, the railroad. Yep. Depression. The classic tramp uh, looks uh, with a sooty face with white around the eyes uh, and mouth. Um, and uh, the tramp is the brunt of every joke. The one who uh, gets the rear kicks, uh, uh, gets kicked. The one who, uh, whose face gets wet from a squirting flower. The customary His... features of the tramp. No, no, no. Continue to read. Like, I, I like you reading this stuff instead of feeling it from your soul. Don't speak from your heart and your soul, John. Read the things instead of feeling it, because that's great. Keep on going. Well, the customary tramp, right. after he... No, 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 no. You're halfway through. You're almost done. So after he gets... The one who gets kicked in the boot, who gets a flower squirt in his face, the customary tramp... Continue, John. We're all listening. We're all ears. What we see with the tramp, very different from the others, and I'm not reading right now, is the, the stubby uh, beard as the makeup, uh, the downtrodden look, as the makeup, Correct. the ruddy clothes and, and Correct. You already and... said all that. You already said all that, right. but that is, that is exactly what you said because the tramp was specifically Americana from riding the rails. These were the guys, these were the fuckers who rode the rails and they're like, Hey, can you make money? Like, no, but if I paint my face and I, 
I dance around funny, like, all right, well, here we go. And okay, John, go ahead. So uh, anyway, the tramp kit, uh, has uh, different forms of it as well. Uh, it, there's the classic tramp, the hobo or vagabond, which uh, the manners are more uh, uh, elegant and refined. And he's happy to be in that society as one who's so downtrodden about being in that society. And the big lady, the female version of the tramp or hobo tramp. Famous tramps include luminaries such as Buster Keaton, Charlie Chaplin, Emma Kelly, and Red Skelton. All, all amazing. If you have the time and you have the means, I highly recommend looking up especially uh, uh, Red Skeleton, one of my yeah. favorite, like he's, he's one of my favorites. Um, but if you, if you watch um, Charlie Chaplin's good, it's interesting to see how he, cause it's, it's just like dated. It's a little archaic, but the physical movement, the physicality, the way for me, a clown is eyes, it's face and eyes. Like it's that whole idea of like, yeah, you can, your body can be moving very, very little, but if you're emoting with your energy and your face and your eyes, you don't have to have a nose. You don't have to have a thing you're hiding behind. You don't have to have a disguise that you feel like you're Superman with. You can do anything and do anything you want a lot of times people will put the small John, if anyone watched, covered half his face so his entire nostrils it was like a goddamn coronavirus test, there was two things up his nose, he swabbed himself turns out he's not pregnant but you can have the little tiny little red balls like just one little thing on the top of the end of your nose, like you don't have to have anything you can but it's the idea. It's the same thing as going to a, a stage show. I'm putting on my costume. I'm putting on my wig. Like whatever this thing is, this now makes me, I am now away from the world. I am no longer me. I am someone else. And so I'm free and independent and safe to do anything, anything at all, anything at all. And that's one of the things about the nose of the makeup of like, yeah, you could, do the white face and you'd have like clowns are laughing, clowns are crying and you juxtapose them. You'd work in pairs, you work in partners, you'd have the vagabond, you'd have, yes, all of those things. But as far as the idea of putting a, I'm goddamn indestructible. Let's go rob a bank. I saw this on a cartoon <laughs> once and I'm pretty sure I can pull it off. Let's do it. That's right. Uh, we are about to uh, switch, so I'm going to get a couple of these messages. But in that same thing, I want to talk a little bit more. So this is all completely off script for me. Um, we both have uh, the direct connections to clowning. You were talking about it uh, really, really straightforwardly. And I have taken classes in it. And uh, one, of the, one of the greatest things that I heard from uh, a great clown who I was learning from, um, there they're the most authentic and open characters or, or beings representations of you that, that are 
they're just so innocent and so open. And he was saying for his, his things was um, they really want to complete the task that they're, they're trying to do. And they have three brain cells and they are trying so hard and earnestly with those three brain cells to really complete that task. And almost all the time it fails, but that is, that is uh, a, an openness that is really rare in all of any kind of like um, a performance art. I'm with you. I'm with you, but I disagree because that's very too broad for what a clown is because some of the best clowns I've, I've seen are when you have the no man or you have the, the Mo in the Larry Curly Mo situation. Yep. So you're not open. You don't want this shit to go. You don't want to be here. You have nothing. Nope. 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 I have, yeah, I have three brain cells, but I'm not trying shit. I think you're all stupid because I know you have two. And I'm pretty sure I have three. So it's right, not but even with the Mo, clown even idea. With Mo, uh, no, I'm not talking. He's, he's still so open about everything that he's doing. And that's, that's the main thing. Oh, you're, no, you're talking yes and. That's just acting 101. That's not clowning. But I'm saying yeah. character-wise, character-wise is you're willing to, it's a suspension of disbelief. It's that this could not exist in a normal world. And if I believe it enough and you believe it enough and we all believe it and either you believe it or you laugh at it because it's yeah. too silly to not. You either take part or you get to enjoy and bask in the fun. And that's the thing. It's not, it's not, we're all good. We're all bad. Like as a comedian, I'm a piece of shit. I think, I think I'm trying to <laughs> say all the way, baby, but I feel like right. I bring something to the table, man. <laughs> I got, yeah. I'm, I'm a little salt. I'm a little spice. I'm a little pepper. I don't know. Not good. <laughs> oh, too spicy. Uh, Sorry. And with that, uh, Buster Keaton, uh, we haven't really, like I mentioned his name, but we didn't highlight him. He was in the time of Charlie Chaplin. He did a lot of the silent films uh, as an American clown where Chaplin was a, a British clown. Um, and I didn't really know him until recently, but he is so like his clown is kind of trampish. Um, but just the like, I want to get things done and weird things happen to me. It's not necessarily that I'm I'm stupid. It's just like, Oh crap! Uh, my uh, girlfriend wants me to marry her, and the dad hates me, and I have to somehow find my way. And there was an amazing physical thing. That's a big thing about clowns. If if it's really good, it's there's amazing physical feats that just somehow happen. He had four people stacked on him, and suddenly, uh, no, he was on top of four people, and one fell down to like a man pipe, and one oh. fell, you know, and it kept on. They, wait, they, uh, wait, no, separated. he. He actually ate four people. Wait, no, hold on. It hold was on, hold on, hold on. it was a human centipede. It was, it was four people, and, and he was actually one up. He was so pooping he into the mouth it. of the six four people. No, wait, no, it would have to be your bull. You know what? And that John is white, what the so. and that is what you know because it was like the Zapruder film. We just couldn't see exactly what was happening, and we'll leave it at that. Back so left, back left. I just feel like that's that's the thing is like. Every good theme has been taken. Every good concept has been taken and turned into something. People, it's the same thing as rock music. It's the same thing as any music. There's yep. 
or 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 any music there's there's so many beats in 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 the 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 measures that you can only fit so many in triplicates or like quadruplets or whatever all the way 16 like however much you're doing you can only pack so much in right and it's all been done in any way shape or form slow it down speed it up movies themes themes been taken to theme parks anything there's only seven stories right and variations on those said basics right so when john says i'm doing 48 distinct characters like nope he just said seven and we're all basically off of seven things right i'm going to use that in a court of law motherfucker just so you know um (laughs) but that's the thing is like you look at you look at what they were doing before what they've done after buster keaton like it was all and and what did they want to put on television how do they want to do it right and like mr bean they stretched media because it was new right right and then you look at the bbc bbc was really good on anything that was physically could be considered uh comedia dell'arte uh bean was fantastic right it was a it was a master class of physical right. comedy. Yeah. So that kind of stuff of, of, and you look at how, how things operate and just like even Monty Python, they weren't physical comedians. A lot of them, I mean, they did a lot of physical, but it was, their comedy was a lot of facial, a lot of costuming, a lot of, but they're facial. You can sell so much shit. Sir Lawrence Olivier, like you could change a room with just the, the look on your face, the change in your eyes, sitting quietly in a chair, you could make people cry by changing. Yeah, Ed Sullivan said, please read this, uh, this phone book. And he did. And, and Sullivan cried. Like, and, not a, a stage thing. Like, he cried because of watching Lawrence Olivier it's just, read the phone. Right. But it's, it's, a, it's the way that, that, that someone can communicate. Right? It's... It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter because it's been done. It's can you can you connect on some level? Can you do it better? Can you make some inroad, right? And if you can't, like, fucking good on you. Have a good time. Yeah. Well, Here's a hot dog. It's and like Hummer. It's like what we were talking about with um, in the Bob Saget segment and uh, one of our early episodes of um, the the uh, documentary on uh, the aristocrats. Because, yeah, it's about a dirty joke, but the, the point of the uh, documentary was showing that it's not about the song, it's about the musician. It's not about the joke, it's about the comedian. And if you really make it your own, if you really take it in, it becomes something so universal. Speak to one, speak to all. If you speak to all, you speak to none. If you try to broaden it, it becomes nothing. But if you really like dig in, everybody feels a little part of themselves, whether in a song or the joke or, 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 or the bit. And they really connect on a huge universal scale. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of one of my favorite books um, by Stuart Woods. It was 2009. I believe it was swimming the Catalina. Uh It was, um, I tell you what, my good friend Stone Barrington thought he'd heard the laugh from his former girlfriend Arrington after she left him and married Vance Calder. 
Hollywood's hottest star, John. But the last thing Stone expected was a desperate call from Calder Arrington has vanished, and her new fiancé wants Stone to come to L.A. to find her. You guys, I'm buying this book. <laughs> I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to see if I can't find Stone. He, he ends up swimming and f- with the fishes himself. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Let's grab guys, these. Uh, no, let's messages. definitely. No, no. Let's definitely grab them. But you guys, let's also. Here's something we need to do. We're going to form a literary society. Anyone. Anyone who likes books and like so swimming to Catalina, that's on our list. We're going to put it on our list and it's going to be posted to our sites. I'm going to push a couple because it'll be great. And we're going to, this is how we learn and become learned people, educated, edumacated. John, do your, do your worst, my friend. However, a good pilot can land the plane without using landing gear. It does a fuckload of damage. It's true. But yes, it can be done. It's true. My good friend, Sally Sullenberger said, um, I wouldn't recommend it, but also screw those geese. Any crash you can walk away from is a good crash. Launchpad. Bad my man. <laughs> Launchpad. Well, if you don't know Launchpad McQuack, you're dead to me. That's, that's all I'm saying. Okay, so when y'all are talking about the tramp and the the stubbles as makeup and whatever and the dirty clothes, it reminds me of Emmett Kelly. Emmett, Emmett, what, what's his name? Emmett Kelly, I think it is. The fucking famous tra- train hobo guy. That's what that reminds me of. Exactly. He's a perfect example, yeah, of the tramp. Of He was our Americana version of that. Very much so. Yep. What's really interesting? Oh no, keep on popping bubbles because I was going to say because you know, fun fact that um, Charlie Chaplin came third in a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. Yeah, so that happened. I also heard that uh, Charlie Chaplin was an orgy, and he also came third. <laughs> Red Skeleton's cool, but for some reason I've always kind of like um leaned towards him at Kelly. I don't know if it's the pictures that I'd seen painted of him, you know, that the the amount of emotion that shows in his face. I, I just like Emmett Kelly. Red Skeleton is pretty fucking cool, though. I mean, pardon my French. He's pretty fucking cool. Hell yeah. You ain't offending nobody out here, girl. You all family out here. <laughs> and uh, Red Skeleton went beyond that role. He did a lot of just regular stand-up. He did a lot beyond that character that he had, de- or that clown, really, that he developed, uh, where Emmett Kelly really dove in. and Devoted his life. Right. Devoted his life. Yeah, and if you look at and it wasn't um, there's been um, the name of clowns because it's been they're copyrighted. Once you have, if you look at because there is a international clown college in Florida. Yep, you can go to college 
to become a clown and actively take classes that are, it's like, a, it's a couple years and you learn from the basics up. Um, I was almost like, granted in my life, I almost, almost was going to join the circus when it came through Safford. Right. Yeah. That was Remember that? That's way with. Yeah, no, that was run away with. I was like, I got no no skills, but I'll mop a cage or like, what's up with these tigers? Like, I don't know. But it was like parking lot Stater Brothers or Bashes. That was like parking lot Bashes. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but seeing this stuff of like, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing these... Well, uh, Bob Cooper uh, is the artistic director of uh, Valley Youth Theater, the, the the most successful theater in Arizona, weirdly enough. And he he <sighs> uh, directed me in West Side Story. And so, like, the clown, the, the, the skills that you can do with a clown move beyond so much. And he, uh, at the end of our staging, when we got to the very last moment, when uh, Maria says, how many bullets, uh, Chino, how many bullets... Uh, for you, 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 and one more left for me. He said, we're actually going to restage it, keep all the, the words, but um, when you save the first you, you kill Chino, and then you kill another shark, and then you kill a jet, you kill action, and then uh, left for me, and you uh, blow your brains away. And we were like, holy crap. He's like, no, I'm just kidding. We're doing the normal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have no idea what that <laughs> reference was about about clowning, and also I didn't realize that you did it at that theater with Bob, and that literally, um, I have a huge like, oh, okay, uh, emotional crisis right now in a whole horrible. I'm broken on my soul on the inside. Uh, I didn't know that. Okie dokie. Uh, okay, write that down. Nope, don't write it down. Cross it out. Let's do a shot. Okie dokie. See, Pete, and I think you know that when you said I'm no longer me, sometimes it's easier for people to get into character when they don't look like who they are. Like, for instance, the first time I ever did karaoke, I was dressed up in a Halloween costume. I went to a different town where I didn't know anybody. I mean, it was this whole big thing. <laughs> Turned out I did all right. You know, I was proud of myself. But I was like, even if I bomb this shit, these people will never know who I am tomorrow. Right. So let's do this. <laughs> and I felt okay with, you know, I was able to do it without freaking out. It's the same idea. Disguises same idea. are pretty. What's that term that they have that it, it's about, like... There's only, I mean, instead of having an infinite number of sequences that things can happen or um, numbers can present before they start repeating themselves, what's that term called? I feel like that's where we live. We're, we're at that point where we're beyond the point of, you know, everything's already been done, so all we can do is change it a little and make it our own. I don't remember the term. <laughs> I should probably smoke another bowl. Hold that thought. Most definitely. I'm thinking... Ah, uh, see. 
one step away from Mad Max. Like, yeah, you're right. Fuck it. Ah! No, but not. Cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers to everyone listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks folks. John. Colophobia is no laughing matter. The irrational fear of clowns can cause panic and nausea. Although it's a rare phobia, many people find clowns creepy, if not downright scary. So we look at why. The answer lies partly in the prevalence of evil clowns in popular culture, uh, Pennywise and Stephen King's It's, both versions and the book, obviously. However, According to researchers, there's actual psychological reasons why we fear clowns. No, that's bullshit. That's people trying to write their fucking thesis paper and get, get a graduate degree. That's not true. There's no reason. To it's, begin no, with, no, it's, it's disconcerting. Unsettling. No, it's not, like it's just the same thing if I... If I had just pierced my nipple and I have an infected nipple and I insist on showing you an infected nipple all through yeah. the show, right? It's, it's like, okay, I get it. 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 It's a, yeah, no, you made your point, motherfucker. Are you making a punchline or are you just showing me your infected nipple? It hides not only the person's identity, but what that person is feeling. Worse, makeup can result in mixed signals. Uh, for example, the clown has a painted uh, on smile, but is frowning. Then there is this uncanny nature of makeup itself. The oversized lips and eyebrows distort the face so that uh, the brain perceives it as human, but slightly off. We talked about this uh, before with how we react to certain images. The oddness is heightened by a clown's bizarre costume. In addition, clowns are highly unpredictable as well as mischievous, which puts people on edge. Are they going to squirt water at you or just give you a flower? Right? Unless, but, oh, you're just, you guys, you know what? Let's go ahead and let John put his nose on because he seems very fucking upset that he doesn't have a nose on for reading this part of his research. <laughs> no, I, I made see my your point. face. I made my points already. No, no, no. You didn't make your point. You said your point was oh, it I... makes some people feel uncomfortable. No, it doesn't make them feel uncomfortable. It's just like, okay, I get it. What? But hey, you guys want to? You want to see faces of death? No. All right, we're going to show pictures of this. Are you uncomfortable? I made my point. Like, what? Why am I looking at things I don't want to see? No. No. In this so, scenario, you're not a goddamn clown. You're a goddamn podcast host putting on a clown to make a point, and it's not funny. So that is what I'm upset about. You are not a clown I'm upset with. You are a goddamn ginger with a nose that I don't want to see with a clown nose in this and scenario. My point, my point exactly is that some people feel that about other people who put on clown makeup at any point whatsoever. It just no. feels uncomfortable. There's something that's off. Why are they distorted in that way with either the makeup or the oversized clothing or the oversized shoes or whatever? No. The big hair, the big hair. No, mm. do whatever you're going to do, whatever you're going to do. Oh, it's a show. It's a thing. You're going to live your life this way. We're in a podcast and you want to be a podcaster with a nose on to do a segment to prove a point. No. Okay. I um, no. Where do you think I no. got this note 
from? I'm not at home in uh, New York. Oh, I'm in Michigan. Uh, oh, Lord. John, this, this answer, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come from the heart because there are so many that could come. Because when John says, I'm not at home, where did it come from? This motherfucker travels with harmonicas, hard-boiled eggs. He travels with uh, hot sauces, different spice packets. He travels with different shirts in his bag. He's like, where do you think I got it from? Motherfucker, you are Felix the Cat. I do not know where you got it from. So I'm guessing because this five-person show in the Dirty Mitten has done a a you two are clowns, and here's our one hour of clown makeup thing, and here's part of your costume for being a clown in your show. Are you wearing a clown nose in the show the whole time? No. Okay. Ugh. 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 No. Ugh. Uh, it's, uh, the answer is much, much worse. I have it in my purse at all times as an emergency nose, just in case, because that's who I am. This has been with me for years. No, no, I know that's an emergency. Just remember, remember how John we like, but no, you're good because remember we were like, hey, we don't give up our entire background and entire weaknesses to everyone on these shows. And John's like, nope, I have a purse and I keep weird noses for years and years. And I tried to make it good. He's like, nope, that's not it. It's even worse. According, like John. according to some, the 1970s American serial killer, John Wayne Gacy, who performed that's what I corrected myself with at charity events and children's parties, solidified the idea of evil clowns. And that trope became common in horror movies and books. So perhaps it's not surprising that a 2016 poll found that Americans were more afraid of clowns than of terrorist attacks or even dying. Well, you meet a clown, you're gonna die. Right, right. It's the old. It's the old uh, thought. Uh, uh, a clown and a child are walking into the woods, and the the kid says, "Gee, Mister, I'm getting really scared." And the clown says, "You're getting scared. I have to walk out of this alone." Right, right. No. Yeah, that's super good. Super good. It's like it's like that one where the clown and the child walk into a bar. The bartender's like. You can't be in here. And the kid says, wait in the car. I'll be outside in a minute. <laughs> see, John, see how that works? Just loosey-goosey, lefty-loosey, righty-tighty. You just kind of go with the flow. You make okay. words rhyme together, and you figure out halfway through. You don't need a fake nose. You don't need a purse. Johnny, Johnny Two Thumbs, you're okay in my book, man. Hey, everybody out there, can everybody out there give just a, a clap, a shout out, uh, a love to, to my boy, John L. Peacock, because this motherfucker is the hardest working goddamn ginger in the goddamn industry. <laughs> I adore him. I treat him like shit because he needs to know his goddamn place in life. However, he's, he's a saint among, among peasants. He's a, he's a, a prince among thieves. He's a, a thief among princes. He's, He's everything you want in a friend and a ginger too. Any everything. supernatural fans here? 
Sam, the younger brother, is Ooh. terrified of clowns. And they did a couple episodes where it was pretty hilarious of his fear of clowns. Just through shenanigans all through the episode. My best friend Amy, since I've known her since she was 15, absolutely terrified. Cold sweats, shaking, crying, the whole nine if she sees clowns. That's no joke. Jesus. Dude, did you see? Did you? Uh, and it was, it was the, the last couple of years. Well, no, probably before pandemic. I don't know. I've, I've lost. It's one of those things where I do space time continuum where I'm like, I don't know. These last couple of years don't exist. Right. Like, remember, remember back before I had this beard? Yeah, me too. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> there was uh, a whole, and I forget what state it was in, but I feel like it was across different states. But there were clowns that would just like stand like across in the woods. Like it had to be in like Michigan or or like Minnesota or something with like Pennsylvania or something with yeah, woods. Wyoming. Wyoming, something like, no, Wyoming is like flat, but something with woods where it's like, and there'd be a, like people would be like, what the fuck? There's a clown just standing there and he wouldn't move and he would just stand there and hold a machete and stand. Like people would be like, what the fuck? And there was all these reports everywhere of clowns just popping up and just standing and watching people. Yeah, so the uh, there was this um, twenty sixteen the this clown evil clown uh, uh, conspiracy is what you're talking about. It was a hoax, but it was a group of people who literally just went around and did that. And yeah. so it, they they were not clowns, and they no. were not killing people, but they were like a comedy troupe, and they just did that because of, they thought the the meta comedy was funny. See, and that's I'm with it because it's the same thing as you look at how they did the um, there was that weird thing in San Francisco in the the late '70s, early '80s, where they um, had to decipher puzzles, and it's like cults of people <laughs> and finding. But, but it's it's the same thing as 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 turns fucking out it was just one guy. And no, uh... turns out, yeah, turns out I just I thought I had mono. Turns out I was really bored. So I Something stopped making flyers. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> Whatever. But the the uh, it's like flash mobs, bro. It's like a, a comedy troupe who's like, oh, flash mobs are so yesterday. Let's do clowns and machetes. Perfect. Nailed it. There for a couple of years, I think it was in Florida and some southern states, there were clowns that were like beating people up and stealing shit. There were clown mobs. It was crazy. Okay, which leads me to, I'll be quiet, changed over. You good? You're not good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. Good. Which leads me to, um, if we could have clowns, the only reason I think we should have clowns outside of specific circus environments or specific theater environments, the only other, the only possible way is if we reinvent, and I feel like we're just halfway there in this post-apocalyptic world we almost live in, if it's a reboot of the Warriors, and you have the baseball guys, and you have <laughs> the Warriors, and you have the clowns now. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then, like, 
Warriors, honka, honka, come out and play. Honka, 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 instead of the bottles. I don't know. But I'm saying, I wouldn't fuck with a gang full of clowns. If like, <laughs> oh, no. oh, shit, those, those really clowns. Small- those clowns are from Queens. Oh, those fucking clowns don't clown around, motherfucker. They'll get you. Fucking look out. They got seltzer. And the other one, it's gasoline. He'll light you on fire. Look out. Those clowns are fucking real legit. Look out. Hey, hey, we're we're six guys. That's just one clown car. How many clowns can fit in it? Oh crap. Now we're screwed. Holy shit. <laughs> 14, 15, 16. Hey, Billy, get the chains. 17, shit, we're screwed. If you're a Gemini, John, you got to come back to Michigan for the Gemini party. We literally know so many Geminis. We can't have individual birthday parties. So on June 11th, we just have a big LS party. Yeah. Gemini party. The sources for this episode of Two Sided have been serious. Wikipedia, Michigan. Yeah, I did it. I, I try not to, but whatever. Uh, Michigan.gov, Britannica.com, NRDC.org, stories, Flint, water, crisis, everything you need to know. And then for clowning, clownantics.com, clownantics.com. Uh, Britannica.com uh, for clowns and Britannica.com for why are people afraid of clowns? All right. That was, you know what? Pretty good. Uh, my references tonight have been Stuart Woods swimming to Catalina and also Tom McDonald, badass rapper from Canada. Don't mind if I do. Thanks, John. <laughs> so with this episode is there anything uh throughout it that you'd like to give it like a second look at a second chance a, a second guess uh this is another edition of pete's traction corner here's the deal man here's the deal john i feel like this is going to ring true to you on a lot of levels i'm trying to be a better person i'm trying to be a better friend i don't believe in it but that's what people say i need to do so my retraction corner would be to be less aggressive to you with your poor timing of your stupid fucking nose. I should accept you, how you come to the party, with nose or no nose because you're my brother. He's not heavy. He's my brother. <laughs> That's what I need to put into my soul, nose or not. Bing. I, I, I give it to you because I know you like it, but uh, the real thing is I appreciate you. Thank you. I knew it would make you uncomfortable. I didn't know it would be that difficult. No, no, no. It, it, I, I, I don't it care. Would make it uncomfortable. No, it's uncomfortable, <laughs> but bro, it's the uncomfortableness. Like That's the thing. Is I feel like the uncomfortableness is like, it's like when you stage a show and you like, you're in, in like week two and like, God damn, we can drive a truck through the scene. What are we yeah. doing? What are we doing? And you're seeing it. It's like, oh, come on, come on. And that is what I saw. It's not the, bro, put the nose on. It's like, a lot of people feel, Bert, it's uncomfortable. Pop it with a button. Instead of like, let's talk clowns for the next hour. 
her and be and my so sometimes they were like bro bro i think time i think uh, uh uh sasha baron cohen is an amazing modern clown um that does that that really like uh you know andy kaufman right it's it's the ones who took it to a level where they didn't put on the clown persona they didn't put on that those uh traditional costumes but they were obviously clowns and they did that to just hey here i am how do you react and people reacted really crazy ways right 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 but you got to understand of how they did those things of andy kaufman if you want to go specifically early back to him he made a point of andy kaufman would not appear he would make a point of like he called on David uh, on uh, Johnny Carson. He yeah. called his his uh, what was his name? Um, Tony. Tony. To, uh, shit. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed up and called Andy. Yeah, like made a point to like we are not right. at time and a place, but the Andy would show up. As opposed right. to John L. Peacock, which is like, I'm John L. Peacock. I'm a clown. Here's a clown. Why does this make you weird? Like, because you're not committing to the thing. Right. Okay. Okay. I, I, I see your squeamishness with that. Um, no, not squeamish. Use, it's just, I it's, do it's not just, use the, the I'm a goddamn professional, John. I rarely, and I, goddamn I professional. Never, but, what it's there for. So Hunter S. Thompson, who is a um, uh, literary uh, hero of mine, always had a little tab of acid uh, taped to the back of his uh, ID just in case things needed to get weird. I don't uh-huh. have that. What I have is the nose. And if things really like it's always there. I don't it's like I feel com- more comfortable in my life just with having it there. Do you know what I mean? No, 100 percent. And that no, 100%. And that's great because the things that I have comfortable that I need to keep close to me that make me feel safe, I do not need to bring out in the middle of my show. Wow, we were talking about clowns, bro. Hey, Come on. Hey, I wanted we've to talked see of- what the reaction was. Hey, and the reaction actually really helped with the entire understanding of my segment. So thank you. Thank you, my perfect. I, again, I'm with you, but I feel like you're missing the point because it didn't, and it's not about my hesitancy towards clowns. It's like clowns, great clowns are great. Bad clowns are bad. Bad timing yeah. is the worst of all of them. And somehow, somehow I got a clown with bad timing. And you know what? And that is what I'm trying to, fuck, that's my retraction. See, I can't stop doing it. You're a good man, John. Everybody should be a clown. Feel, feel connected. <laughs> I love you. You ah, shit. Don't like it. Don't like it at all. This is what humanity is about. I don't like it. I don't like it. Don't want well, it. Don't like it. Listening, everybody. We have our open chat show on stereo every Tuesday, same uh, time as tonight. So if you'd like to join us or want to throw some topics out there. Email twosidedpod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O, sidedpod at gmail.com. And remember to join us on stereo in the green room right now in uh, 10 minutes on the hour uh, for after show wind down. 
that's a wrap for tonight. I'm General Peacock from Brooklyn, New York, but currently in the dirty mitten of Michigan. And I'm my boy Pete in Southern California, currently in the state of denial because I can't believe this show went so horribly. And this was our show. <laughs> you can listen to our shows wherever you get your podcasts and can also join us live on our YouTube channel and the Stereo app every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, as we talk about the two sides of life, the fun and the serious. <laughs> I love you, Pete. Giddy up, John. I hope you do better next time. I hope I am a better friend. <laughs> we'll figure it out next time. <laughs> I just don't even know sometimes, man. I just don't even know. Cheers, brother. <laughs>